What's going on, everybody? You're back for another episode of Bodybuilding of Bollocks. I think we have like a million questions. I promised you guys we would answer at least 15 of them. So I'm going to make sure I uh, stay on top of things and we get through 50. We have to get through 15 today. All right. Nice. I like that. It's good. Um, okay. So wait, wait, we, wait, 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 wait. Promise low and over deliver. Don't set the bar. I, yeah, I did promise low. 15. We yeah. have like, <laughs> Let's go with 10. And then if we hit 15, we're going to like heroes. I already promised. Yes, it's, our, it's already on my Instagram. Dude, we have to be able to get through 15. We literally, there's 214 comments. So we have to be able to get through 15. Okay. It's like a low bar to set. Normally we get through five. So it's like, a, it's a big jump. Um, anyway, before, uh, you logged on, Ben, me and James, Ben, are you going to have problems with the internet? Can you hear me? Okay. Okay. You can hear me. It's just jumping a little bit. Okay. Um, before you logged on, me and James were talking about insulin and the benefits and why I don't take it and why I might start trying it. And you were going to say there was somebody really good to talk to, uh, James, you're going to say there's somebody really good to talk to about, uh, well more so about the the gallbladder issue um justin compton to talk to you about i'm sorry you cut out a bit to talk to what what is his specialty the the issue that you was mentioning with the perhaps gallbladder oh because we were that's right so sorry we were talking about i feel like some of my bloating because i've had a i had a gallbladder attack like three years ago so I feel like there's something wrong with my gallbladder. Yeah. So for some, for those of you who don't know, gallbladder, the gallbladder releases bile that helps your body uh, digest fats. Would that be right, Ben? Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, I have an issue with my gallbladder. So I feel like whenever I eat fats, even like healthy fats or not, I get a lot of bloating. So I was going to consider taking the fats out of my diet and upping the carbs and seeing how my body does. So you're saying Justin knows a lot about gallbladder and Justin's very yeah um Justin actually helped a few of my friends who are clients of his with their own issues yeah because he had an issue himself um he has a very good protocol on how to um it's like a detox so that helps you kind of get back to square one yeah it's quite specific so it's well worth asking I don't know the ins and outs but it's um you know it's a lot of grapefruit juice and olive oil and shit like that but it it apparently really works so might be worth one time getting him on and asking him I think I've seen that uh, protocol, the olive oil, the grapefruit juice, and I think there's apples involved in it too. But that's more for it like gallstones. That's more be. for like uh, gallstones. I don't know. That's more for it's gallstones. It's worth asking. I know okay. that he knows a lot. Yeah, because I had this conversation with him when I was in Romania, because yeah. he was there as well. Um, and we literally hung out for like the weekend, myself, him and Louis, my friend. And we just asked him loads of health questions, and he like, was opening up and... Yeah, he had, he had answers for pretty much everything. So yeah. it's definitely someone worth talking to if you have anything to ask about health. He well, seems to be really good up. I've done it for the past two days. I dropped. Yeah. I didn't have a lot of fat in my diet anyway. I just had like some whole eggs in the in the morning. Yeah, I had some peanut butter with my oats and stuff like that. Yeah. So I dropped the peanut butter. I dropped the whole eggs. It was very very low fat in my diet up until the last two meals of the day. Yeah. Um, the last couple of days I felt great. Like my stomach feels smaller. Everything feels like it's kind of digesting better. The only difference is I'm really tired all the time. Yeah. You guys notice that at all? Mm, I'm wondering why that is. Well, I, I, was talking, I asked Justin Harris about it and he said, cause my body's because there's no fats, my body's not able to blunt the insulin response. Yeah. It would take, take, it, it yeah. take several yeah. weeks for you to adjust the yeah. processing. Yeah. 
to, you know, it's like if you switch to keto, yeah. your body yeah. actually feels like shit initially, and then it learns how to process it again. So can you explain that, Ben, to people? So when you eat like a ton, let's say I eat 300 grams of carbs and there's no fat, my, my body pumps like a lot of insulin to, to, to digest or to, yeah, shuttle, to shuttle those carbs. Yeah. What, well, where does the tired part come in? It's on the on the descent. So when it's whatever, coming, when it's crashing, whatever goes yeah, whatever goes up has to come down, right? And then it's that that it it almost like overcompensates and goes the other way. Because so say you eat three hundred grams of rice or yeah. three hundred grams of carbs, right? Whatever it yeah. is, yeah, three hundred grams of rice. I think it's about eighty five grams of carbs. It's like eighty five grams of carbs. Yeah, yeah. Your body's gonna release what it thinks is enough insulin, so it, it thinks there's uh, carbs that need storing, so it's gonna release yeah. insulin. It's obviously predicting how much it's going to need doesn't yeah. know exactly it doesn't you know you know it's 85 but your body doesn't know it's 85 so it releases a certain amount of insulin yeah well without the fats there to slow down that digestion if the, the quicker those carbs enter the bloodstream the more extreme the response is from the pancreas okay. right okay. so it's that that feedback mechanism it, it the, yeah. the more it rushes in so if you have like leucosate or a powerade or glucose it's going to spike it harder and quicker Okay. Well, once it realizes that it's probably overreacted to that, there's not a drip feed of carbs coming through anymore because you've they've come out of the stomach and they're in the bloodstream already. So there's almost like a delayed effect. It, it, it detects that, oh, we don't need this much insulin now, but yeah. it's already overproduced because it was, yeah. it was yeah. a shock to the system. So then on that descent, that insulin is still working in the system. So it's pulling all the blood sugar out and you yeah. start going down past where you kind of save the blood sugar, right? Okay, so then, so then the remedy for that, obviously, for those of you who don't know, what we do, what we do with the rice is we'll either, we'll add some fats to it. You either get a slower digesting carb, like a sweet potato, because it has fiber, so it'll digest slowly. Or you add some fats to your rice. So like you'll add some olive oil or whatever. Or like if you're eating cream of rice, you'll add some peanut butter and it'll slow down the carb so that you don't get that crash afterwards. But the other question I have for you, Ben, uh, or, or James, if you can answer this, <clears throat> when guys take Lantus, and for those of you who don't know what Lantus is, it's a, it's a long acting insulin, um, what's it, like a 12 hour? It's supposed to be 24, but most people say it only yeah, lasts 12. I've heard it's half, yeah, half a full cycle, yeah. half a full day. Yeah, because it's supposed to be 24, most people say it lasts 12. Some diabetics I've talked to say like after eight hours it drops off. Mm. Um, but when you take something like Atlantis and you're helping your body cause you're injecting insulin, how does that keep me? Do, do I still get the tired response or am I going to, is it going to level me off? Sorry. What do you eat? What are you eating by the way? Prawns and or shrimp. I call them prawns. British, right? Yeah, there's prawns too. That's okay. We know what prawns um, are. Prawns, rice and almond butter to slow down the insulin response. Um, almond butter with prawns? Oh, it's, it's like Thai food. It's good. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. That works. Yeah. So, yeah, Lantus will basically allow your body... <clears throat> the way I look at it is this. If you're taking Lantus or any insulin, it's almost to save your pancreas from having to work too hard. Okay. So you're still going to have... Or you still want to want to produce the same amount. Your diet shouldn't really, in my opinion, shouldn't change based on taking insulin like at day one, right? You should introduce insulin to match your diet that you're currently taking and then titrate up from there, right? You, you adjust the amounts from there. Yeah. 
But just because you take an instant doesn't mean you can eat 20 pizzas, right? Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> with the Lantus, it's going to give you a slightly higher baseline of insulin that's just kicking around the body all yeah. day. Yeah. Which means that the, yeah, your pancreas doesn't have to react as quickly or severely. Mm-hmm. And if it's not reacting as quickly, severely on the way up, it's not going to come down as hard. Okay. So it should keep me more stable is what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if insulin, so, okay. So basically the negative part, cause what I got from Justin, uh, Justin Harris's podcast, I did for those of you who are interested in carb cycling or, or insulin response or all that, or injecting insulin, um, you should watch the podcast I did with Justin Harris is very, very knowledgeable about it. Um, but, uh, what, I, what he says basically is the same thing you said is don't change your diet. Yeah. Take enough insulin to match your diet. Don't, don't overdo it. Like, well, actually what he said was take less insulin than your diet. So like most people, if they eat hundred grams of carbs, they would take 10 IUs of insulin because it's one IU for every 10 grams, right? Mm-hmm. So they would take 10 IUs of insulin to match hundred grams of carbs. But what he says is you should start at five IUs yeah. and then increase it to six, maybe then seven, maybe then eight and increase it until you start to feel that hypo feeling. Sure. That's where, you know, that's your limit. But it's like, I mean, just because you can, doesn't mean you should. Yeah. That's kind of what he's saying. It's kind of what he's saying. So he's saying the main mistake people make with taking insulin is they try and match the food Mm -hmm. instead of just taking half the amount and kind of seeing how their body does. Yeah. Like I said, the way I look at it is it's there to give your pancreas a rest, Mm -hmm. right? So you're, you kind of just want to support. You don't want to be relying and overloading everything you know, every gram, put it this way. I also, with my, here's another thing that I do with my insulin dosing. I take it about 15 minutes after the meal. Yeah. That way my pancreas has had some response. That does wait a minute though. Doesn't that, that, that's confusing to me, but wait, okay. So wait, you're talking like a Humalog though. Yeah. 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 So for those of you who don't know, Humalog is the fastest acting insulin. for, For the most part, for the general bodybuilder, that's the one you want to stay to. It's the easiest to control. But I thought, wait a minute, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I thought Lantus would be the easiest control because it's so slow and steady that you would have no spikes and no hypoglycemia and no fear of, of like those blood sugar, your blood sugar dropping or spiking too high. Yes, but for the average person, not person, average bodybuilder, yeah. you're, unless you are 100% with your diet and you know what the fuck you're doing, yeah. Yeah. having baseline insulin levels set slightly higher, you, you can get fat really for quite quickly on that. Really? Yeah. Also, okay, well, Ben, also sorry, ahead, people, if, if they're not strict, like as in proper bodybuilders eat on a regular, you know, who eat every two and a half hours and they've got this baseline insulin that's uh, elevated slightly, there could be issues there as well on the other way. So we all know we're going to eat our six, seven meals a day. So we're fine. So it doesn't even bat, we don't even batter an eyelid. But if there's someone out there who's Joe Average, takes long-acting insulin and then goes out on the job, doesn't care if he eats for six hours, that's when it runs into problems because yeah. they're now slave to that. This is what you my are very, okay. you're, you're a pro bodybuilder who will eat. Okay, but wait a minute. Let me, let me like push back a little bit. So, Or just not even push back. I just want to change the scenario. Let's assume we yeah. have two guys. They both eat the identical diet. There's very, very low fat, very high carb. They're both on their diet like – you know, they don't miss meals. Is it safer to take, you know, 20 IUs of Lantus 
and have a steady base, have no spikes, no hypoglycemic attacks than it is to take a humalog that will like spike you hard. In a perfect environment, yes. Okay. But I tell you, I coach, I've got over 60 clients, a handful of them uh, had a perfect week. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Right? I'm like, unless you have a perfect week, 52 weeks of a year, I don't want to mess around with that. Okay, I got you. I got right? you. Right? No, I'm saying, for we're sitting here giving out this theoretical advice. I don't really want to be advocating, yeah, just crack on with Lantus and then, you know, carry on with your meals. And if you feel a little hyper, like it, it, I think insulin should be one of the last compounds introduced into a bodybuilder's career. Oh yeah, of course. We're just um, talking just because, yeah. you know, it came up. And I, I think it's very, I'm, I'm documented it pretty well on my social media. I, I enjoy it. I, I do well with it personally and I've used it pretty extensively, but I do think that, that like Justin was saying, a lot of guys, Go, oh, I'm going to use insulin. I'm, I'm going to get massive now and I can ramp my food right up. Yeah. I'm like, that's yeah. probably the wrong that's mindset to enter into. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Um, but even like, I, I'll be honest with you now, like my insulin use is very minimal. It's like a uh, Humalog two times a day, five I use and six I use. Yeah. Like literally, and it's, it's not even enough to, it's not enough to even overwhelm my meals that I have it with. Like you said earlier, yeah. it compensates, but it doesn't overtake. Well, because you're probably eating a minimum of 100 grams of carbs per meal, right, James? Exactly. So I'd only ever have up to 60 grams of carbs of worth of need. And I still want that response, like Ben said, from my own, you know, physiological kind of response to food. So, so Patrick, we have, have you delayed, delayed the uh, administration of it then? Is it slightly delayed? Um, or is it not that specific? Uh, I think you cut out. Yeah, I've lost him. James, are you there? He never fucking cuts out. What the fuck? Did you jinx yourself, James? Oh, I think I did jinx myself. Yannick, you're not using the phone. Fucking blame the woman, look. <laughs> Yannick, I'm going to check to see if he's... Yannick, you're not on the phone, the uh, Wi-Fi, are you? Good, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. I don't delay it, but I do see the point in it. It does make absolute sense. Hmm. Why though? I don't, I actually, I don't understand that. And genuinely, I don't understand that. Why would you... Don't you want to... Yeah, but don't you want to save? Activate first. I know, but don't you want to save your pancreas by adding the synthetic? So my 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 take on it is this: I want to save it, but I don't want to turn it off. I see. Right, and so say I'm eating 100 grams of carbs, and these are all just very hypothetical numbers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. 100 grams of carbs. So theoretically, I need 10 IU of insulin. Yeah. Well, if I can get my body to produce 5 IU on its own first, and then I support it with the second five. Uh, I see. And definitely, that's a nice, you know, I'm, I'm not stopping my body from doing its normal function. I'm just supporting it, right? And that, that's, to me, so I, I might be way off base with that, but that's just my logic on it. And I, yeah. I like how Makes that sense. works. No, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if I want to go ahead with the insulin. I, I, I just know that, like, the only reason I'm even going down this path is because I know the fats are bloating me and I need to work on my stomach. So I'm like, okay, I'm the same. I can't eat high. I can't eat a lot of fats. I get the same flood. Is it really? Because I, I yeah. thought it was just me because of my because I had it. Like I said, I had a gallbladder issue a few years ago. So I'm like, is it just me? Like I have a weak gallbladder or something? But I feel like I just it just slows my digestion down too much. Yeah, yeah. Well, when so, you're eating when you're eating you know five six thousand calories a day, it's mm. like the last thing you want to do is slow anything down. Oh, for sure. Yeah. In the off season, in the in the off season, I get. Um, like real bad indigestion if my fats are too high. I got to start 
pulling out calories from fats and adding them back in from carbs. Okay, yeah. but saying that, like one of my best off seasons ever was actually probably pretty high fat and moderate carbs. Yeah. Like I feel like you can't do both, right? You can't do like, you know, 500 mm. to 1,000 grams of carbs a day and add fats. Yeah. Like I, I was only doing like 300 to 400 grams of carbs a day, but I had a lot of fat yeah. and it was like one of my best off seasons to date. What's a lot of fat though? Your body was obviously... Um, uh, yeah. Probably 30 grams per meal. So, oh, wow. Okay. It's, yeah. Okay. That's yeah. high. The yeah. is your body was efficient as well at the time. Well, yeah. I mean, but like I said, I think you need to have one or the other. You can't have a maximum. Your of body was obviously very efficient at the time. Yeah. Yeah. But I think even if, even at that time, as efficient as I was, I think had I had, I had a high amount of carbs and that amount of fat, I don't think I would have been able to get through it. Yeah. I think it was, would have been just too much, too much for my body to handle. Like you have it's to have a lot one of, the it's, other. A lot of cho- it's a lot of tasks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay, so what's going on, James? You're how many weeks out? 15? Uh, no, it's like 12 now, I think. 12, 12 Sunday. Okay, hell, you just started last week. Yeah, we only wanted a 14-week diet. Oh, okay. So there's only 14 weeks. Okay, okay. Yeah, so two, two weeks in. Two weeks you know in. this podcast is going to get really fucking, like, as we all get closer to the show, this is just going to, like, our faces are going to disappear and we're going to turn into fucking cunts, right? It's gonna be like, oh, yeah. I thought that yeah. today. I'm like... Like I have me, Ben, and James. We're all dieting. I'm like, I wonder how angry this podcast is going to get as we go on. Um, Sorry, James, I cut you off. What's uh, so you're 14? You're 14 weeks out. You're getting ready for Spain. Oh, James, I am. I'm just checking my internet connection because I think it's quite bad. Just let me know if you can hear me well, guys. Yeah, you're okay now. We can hear you. Okay. Yeah. Um. 12, 12 weeks out. So it was four. 14 weeks out when we started. You were like 297 in that last set of pictures, right? He's cutting in and out. Fuck. Okay, his pictures up. You you can do it. Yeah. Okay. He's like 297. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you to re-invite me. <laughs> Are you gonna log off and come back? Yeah, try that. Okay. Put up his pictures anyway. We'll we'll, we'll we'll critique James' physique while he logs back on. Let me just and let me just send him in another invite real quick. This sucks. I hate this kind of stuff. It's fucking frustrating when it's your. I'm glad mine's holding up. Fucking hell. You guys need to get these. Uh, I have these Google uh, network mesh things. They're called Google. It's called Google Mesh, mm-hmm. and it like extends your Wi-Fi throughout the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes everything stronger. So, well, we got a boost thing that comes in through the ceiling. Oh, okay, that that would help. Okay, let's see what James looks like. For those of you. Who- don't follow him on Instagram. All right, here we go. Oops. Uh, where did he go? Can you see that? Ben, are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'll call you. Oh, fuck, I thought you were gone too. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is James right now. What the fuck? This is That's crazy. That's uh, like two days ago as well. This is crazy for 297, man. Like... Yeah. It's really, really nuts. His conditioning is is like good. You know, and I've, I've said that James doesn't have terrible conditioning in his offseason. He doesn't get, especially in the last four or five years, he hasn't really let himself get truly. He's he's let himself get big, but he hasn't got soft. You know, I've never seen like a fat picture of him, like just a shitty like. Okay, before he did his Kilimanjaro expedition, he he was he did like an old school off season. 
But since then, and I know he's pretty robotic with his cardio in the off season as well. So, yeah. hey, hey, you back? Yeah, I'm hoping that's worked. <laughs> All right, well, let's see. We're looking at these photos. We're discussing your off season condition. This is you. This is you okay. a few days ago, right? Uh, yes, the yeah, about four days ago, I think. How do you Maybe. feel about that when you post them? I mean, you have to feel good because if you're posting all your mandatories, that means you're feeling pretty confident. I, I feel okay. Like, I, don't, I usually send them to Patrick, and then if Patrick shares them, then I feel a bit more confident. Yeah. Um, if he doesn't, then I won't share. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I feel all right. I feel pretty good. Um, there's a lot of work to do, loads of work to do, but... Not really. Uh, <laughs> I mean... It's, dece- it's deceiving. What kind of work are we talking about? You're talking about conditioning? Just fat loss, yeah. It's just fat loss in general, isn't it? Because I don't see any weak points. No, I think it's the more ba- it's the it's probably the most balanced I've been. But you know, what it's like you still look in the mirror every day and hate yourself. Yeah, but that's um, not a bad off season look, right? Because I, I was saying the last five years, you've you've been pretty freaky looking in your off season because you've yeah. been on your you've I've noticed when you came back from the Kilimanjaro trip, right? You kind of locked in in even in your off seasons. Yeah. Like, I remember back maybe, what, seven or eight years ago, you did, like, an old-school chubby off-season. I used to do the old chubby ones, yeah, always, yeah. I and I've not seen that out of you in the last five years or so. You've kept – you got big, but you've kept some condition and some vascularity. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I, I do think Phil helped with that quite a lot, though, Ben, don't you? No, well, see, I thought when you were with Jordan in the off-season, you were pretty wacky as well. Look, I can't even remember. Do you know what? It feels like it was so long ago. Fuck, fuck you guys. Look at, look at this shit. No, I'm not watching that. <laughs> fuck, I'm not, I, don't, I don't need to see that. What is that? Four, five. What the fuck? But James, I think I get, like, I get five, and then my spotter doesn't give me the full spot here, so I've got to be... No, it's just a tap. That's a tap. I can tell he's barely pulling on it. Uh, it was all right. It wasn't too bad. It's all right. It's not bad. It's what most people's deadness. Um, are you doing? Are you doing anything light, or is everything? Is that was light for him? No, it wasn't. There is six, some six reps. Is not, not light. Um, no, there is some like lot. You know, lighter stuff later in the workout. This is usually the stuff that gets me kind of started. This, I mean, but you only post the big heavy. Like I, I only post yeah. the big heavy shit, right? Yeah, I, I, I post the CW shit. I post the other shit because I can't do the heavy shit anymore. <laughs> well, I, I, I posted a set of cable flies the other day, and I was like, "Oh fuck it, here you go." Look, I was doing something not like not heavy. Yeah. yeah, I think it's important to every now and then just to remind people that it's not all just uh, massive weights, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, you're you're posting the truth, right? This is what you're doing right now. Everybody's got to post their, their their truth. Yeah, and this this is yeah. your fucking truth. Your barbell rowing five. Pl- I remember we talked about this last week. Mm-hmm. Um, got a bandana there. Yeah, that's a good bandana too. So, Ben, what are you doing? How far are you out? You're like eight weeks now? Nine on Saturday, so. Nine weeks Saturday, and this, yeah. is, this is where oh, you're no, at. This is going to be a shit show after. So can, why don't we show me first and then, James? <laughs> this is the other one who me again. Look, God damn it. We all have to accept our, our faults, all right? I'm not at my best. You're not at your best. Is all By the way, I have a... My my wife is a manager for Protan, and last night she's like, I need to try a solution on you. So that's why I've got a glow. I do look, yeah, I was going to say. I was gonna, yeah, your tan looks good here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she told, I was like, fucking, oh, really? She, yeah, so she was like, I test a new solution. I'm like, fuck. How do these legs squat fucking nine plates or whatever the fuck it is? T- how, does that, or how does that happen? I told you, like, my legs, are, my legs could be bigger if I stopped squatting. I'm, I guarantee it. I just. You think, you think squatting makes your legs smaller? No, I just think I could spend that thirty minutes in the gym better off. I think I look better. I think I think I look better in a bandana than you do. I think you're wrong, but fine. <laughs> um, but another thing, Ben, 
your your physique's really deceiving because you are much bigger in the flesh than people know. But I mean, that is yeah. I, I, you are you you are a big man. Like people don't. I don't think because your height kind of determined like it can mislead people in pictures. Yeah, I, I mean, I've never been told in person. Oh, you're smaller than I thought you were. No, gonna be, you're always right? bigger. You are definitely always look bigger. You look like yeah. Val Kilmer here. Yeah, uh, someone someone said I look like uh, I can't remember in the comments now. Guy, uh, no, someone Pierce or Guy Guy Pierce. Is it Guy Pierce? I don't know. I think I. Yeah, the pout. Yeah, yeah, you're a pout. Yeah, I've actually got I've got a jaw. It's not a pout. It's a jaw. I'm just tensing my fucking jaw, (laughs) and my face isn't blown out. The Val Kilmer pouts. So maybe why are you why are you pouting? What is this duck face (laughs) shit you're doing? He's just biting down really. And hard. you're doing the the hit cardio now. You know, I've been I changed my cardio. I've been feeling really good. Oh, you hate this thing or what? Yeah. Well, and every time I'm like fuck through it. Every time I get what? off it, I'm like that guy's a piece of shit. Okay, let's it's, exp- your, it's your fault. Let's explain why you wanted to hire a coach. I told you to hire Justin Harris, and now Justin Harris has you doing this. And right, it's, uh, and it's not last, my fault. Last Friday, I get the plan sent through from Justin. I screenshot it, sent it straight to you. Went fuck you. I could have <laughs> gone. I could have gone with a couple of my old coaches, and I was umming and ahhing. And obviously, you know, I know I've known Justin for a while because of Luke. He turned yeah, yeah. Luke. For those that don't know, he turned Luke pro. So for the first two years that Luke and I were training, Justin was his coach, and Justin was helping me back a little bit later at the end of last year with my powerlifting stuff. Yeah. So. It made sense, you know, I spoke, I chatted to you and you were like, you know, let's do it. Do it I, go still like, I still like I, the steady state stuff, man. Oh, I would fucking love it too. But, I mean, I, I, had, I didn't put a comparison up, right? Because I'm the same weight last Thursday as this Thursday. And yeah. I'm like, I, a little bit of me was pissed, right? Because I've done 32 minutes a hit six days, the last six days, right? Yeah. And it, it's been a rough ride. Yeah, and my weight's yeah. the same, but I'm... You're better I've, though. I've recomped, yeah. So yeah, but you're eating a lot. You're eating more food than you were too. No, no, no. The uh, calories on the my medium training day is the same. I, he just gives me one very high day, and the oh, calories okay. are the same on the others. Okay. The macros are slightly different, but the ca- total calories are the same. Okay. So, All right. Well, I'm a steady good. state guy. I can't are do you? the old hit. Yeah, I did hit when I worked with Evan um, yeah. for a couple of years, and. It, it it got me shredded, but I, I felt for me, I just totally went beyond lean. I got I got re, I got small. I feel like yeah. I got really small. I'm, I'm I don't hoping. like hit. I don't like hit, man. I just do steady state, but I've turned up the intensity on it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you were, you were you I mean you were pumping out your heart rate. I mean the heart rate is a good indicator, right? That's mm. all I focus on. People always yeah. ask me, oh, what's the best cardio? What machine's your favorite? I'm like, as long what? as my heart rate's around 140, I'm like, it's yeah. cool. I don't as long care. As you're doing, you guys yeah. don't have a favorite piece of equipment, though. I used to be the step mill because I would go on the step mill. I put on like level two. And I would just zone off. It would be like a therapy session in my own mind. I would just be like trotting along for 40 yeah. minutes. Now I'm on the bike though. I put the, turn the bike up to like level 10 or 11 and my quads just get like blown out yeah. every, every morning. Yeah. What about you, Ben? I, I'm the same. I mean, I, I had an exercise bike in my living room when I was like eight or nine. I was telling Ron Harris that I, I'm just conditioned to being on a bike. Yeah. But That's funny. And when I did my first prep, I did it all on the bike. And my quads held some size because yeah. and i think it, it holds I, I can't do the stairmaster i couldn't it breaks me it mentally breaks yeah. me that that fucking thing well mentally doesn't you know what happened is i was like i need to figure out how to keep my legs full because i was oh. doing the step mill and i was noticing my legs would like i would train legs 
they would be full. And then like two or three days later, they would start to flatten out. So I'm like, I got to do something to keep my legs full after training legs. So I started doing the bike and it's kept my legs like round. So I'm like, it's got to be what you a good James? solution. You're a treadmill guy. I'm, I'm bike now as well. I used to always be treadmill, but I've, I have converted this prep to the bike. Yeah. The, the recumbent bike or the upright bike? Uh, I'm on an upright. I'm on an upright. Doesn't your balls um, hurt though? Balls hurt, arsehole hurts, but it's, uh, <laughs> it, like you said, though, it feels good on the legs. Dude, yeah. but I can't do the upright bike, man. My fucking chota is like, yeah, but it's just, I've got, my balls are small, probably. They don't, they don't get the damage. But underneath your balls, like your taint. Yeah. Good. Yeah, the taint oh, yeah that wide. fucking, mine is a little sore. Although the Rogue bike's got a big wide seat on it. So yeah, but then, good it, seat. But, but then it hurts like the insides of your fucking like leg and ass. No, I wear spandex all the time. Oh, like, you wear the, the maxi pad in it? Oh, I know the one. It's got like a tampon. <laughs> yeah. But I, it does really come down to what height you have the seat as well. Yeah. Like if you get the seat in the right place on the right set, it just takes the weight off that area. Yeah. I can do it like for a couple days, but I don't look forward to it. So I decided to do the recumbent bike. Yeah. Not because it's, it's actually not easy. I prefer to do the upright bike. I just can't handle that annoyance, yeah. man. It's like, and I'm not going to wear the tampon spandex or the, the maxi pad tamp spandex. So, um, first question we're going to, I don't know why we're gonna, even answering this, but have you ever had a girl fart in your face? No, no, no. And if she did, she wouldn't last long. Yeah. That fucking dog sling her through a fucking window. I'm sure we've had probably a lot of girls fart in our face, but we've been asleep. Not in your face, like maybe in yeah. the bed, maybe in bed. Like a cheeky, like a cheeky little, like just to, it's you know, know that they can. You're not going to wake up, are you? You're going to breathe it in and you're not going to wake up. <laughs> you think you, wait a minute, wait a minute. You think a girl has like crept her ass up near your face and let one rip just because she can? Not, uh, absolutely. I think they definitely have. Like how many years have we been alive? Some, a girl has least done that once. I've never. <laughs> I, I can probably safely say it's never fucking happened. I'm almost positive I've never been with a girl who had an inclination to creep this, up this next speaks, to my face. speaks some type of girls that you're going to <laughs> 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 Or how you're treating them or expecting them to react. What if, what if, uh, what's the word you use? Is it cunnilingus? Do you use? <laughs> what, what if you're doing that and they you're Like while you're eating, while, while you're well, so I think, That's the question. I was like, that's never happened. That's never yeah, happened. that's never happened. Okay. Would you be mad if it happened though? Well, during that, like, let's say you're down and you're doing your thing, and she lets one rip by accident. Do you stop, or, yeah, do, you, or do you pretend it didn't happen, or do it you depends how much you smell? It depends no, how much. <laughs> I'm not hanging around to smell it. I'm out. I'm done. It could, but if it's just the one that sounds impressive, but what if you're in well? love with a girl and you don't want to embarrass her, so you just pretend you didn't hear it? There's plenty of there's plenty of girls to fall in love with me. And just breathe in. Fuck that. <laughs> I need one that farts in my shit, you know. All right, let's reverse it. Have you ever farted while a girl was doing her thing? No, I, I wouldn't be that rude. I couldn't do it either. Have you had to though and held it? I had. Oh, I had to hold it. <laughs> I had to hold it last night when Denise was tanning me because I'd eaten like I don't know. I had like prawns and guacamole, and I'm like leaning on the fucking thing, and she's behind doing my hamstring. Oh no! <laughs> and I can, I'm like gassy, and I'm like, oh, I can't do. It. I'm like, hurry the fuck up! But I didn't say anything, and she's like pregnant on her knees behind me, so oh. I know she, 
there's no quick escape, right? She's no. stuck down there. <laughs> she, her smell is probably more sensitive as well now. Oh god, yeah, she is nuts. What about, what about you, James? Up. You ever had to like hold it while you were like? Not, not no, but what I am thinking is, you know, when you have sex, yeah, like, yeah. and you're pumping away, and you're, you're you're breathing in air like into your bum. <laughs> you know what I mean? And sometimes that makes you need to fart, or even sometimes need a shit. Have you not had that? I think I have sex differently to you, mate. I think I have sex differently <laughs> too. <laughs> what are you I like find, expanding your ass I inside I, in air? I, I breathe through my mouth, not my ass. <laughs> I, I, I breathe through my ass. <laughs> and then it, and then it's almost like I got a burp. Yeah. Weird. I, know. I do get that. I do get that. Yeah. And well, do you let it go or no? No, I, I hold in for the duration, and then I fuck off afterwards. Okay, good. All right. So none of us are It'd gross. Be, that'd be bad. That'd be bad. Uh, importance of potassium in your diet. How much should you aiming, be aiming to hit uh, per day? I want to ask you guys this. Actually, this is important. So I had Dr. Dean on and he was like, you know, you got to make sure you match your potassium to your uh, sodium, which I already knew. He's like, try the no salt stuff. You know that like no salt. It's yeah. like, it's all potassium based. Another one. So I bought some and I was doing like, I would put the sodium, I put the salt on my food and then I would put the no salt. So I had the potassium mix, right? Same the same but I, I started to get really bloated and then I read about it and I'm like, if you have too much potassium, it will cause bloating. So I'm like, yeah. fuck do I do? Did I put too much to start off with? Or is it like, how it do you fix be. that? It could be because the foods contain potassium so that you're probably getting more potassium than you know, just through your diet alone. Well, it's, it's like all of a sudden, right? It's pretty difficult to, to measure accidentally go hyperkalemic. What's hyperkalemic? Hypo, hypokalemic would be low potassium, right? Hyperkalemic would be... No, no. He wasn't saying that we're, not, we're, we're low. He's just saying that we usually eat so much sodium as bodybuilders. Most people aren't matching it with the right amount of potassium. Because you're actually... Isn't it like three to one or something like that for potassium to sodium? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's actually pretty hard to get out of whack with that. I don't think it's as big a deal as... I don't think he, I don't think it is uh, though, Ben. Yeah, I think you're adding potassium to your food. No, no, no. But I'm just saying, what I'm saying is how much potassium is actually in our food. Unless you're eating a fuckload of potatoes, oh, how banana. much potassium are we getting? Bananas don't yeah, even have that banana. much potassium. Okay, well, potatoes are more than bananas, like way more. What's so, in silo, so spinach? Okay, what's in silo nine? Huh? Your yeah, there's I'm potassium in, in our in our EAA mix for sure. But like, there's enough I'll, in that to keep you balanced. Like Dean's right, it's balanced, right? Having one, if you're gonna have a lot of sodium, you want to make sure you have enough yeah. to keep up with that. I understand what you're saying, but I don't think it's as, I don't think it's as bad as we need to start adding potassium to our food. You know, uh, well, you've got a good multi. Fuad, Fuad's gonna try it properly. If he's gonna do so it, so it's a it. different story. We average 25 milligrams, a 2500 milligrams a day, about half of the 4700 milligrams minimum recommended for adults. This I agree with because. As bodybuilders, especially, we don't eat anything with potassium in it other than spinach and potatoes. And I, mean, I mean, it all has potassium, but I mean high amounts of potassium, right? I don't know, yeah, but how much, how much potassium is in spinach and potatoes? There's actually quite a bit. Um, That's what I'm wondering. I don't eat spinach. That. Um, I eat a bit. There's I quite a, a bit. Like there's, three, there's 35 milligrams of potassium in this. Yeah, but think about all the sodium we have in our food. Right? Yeah, but like you say, there's a three to one roughly ratio, you say, yeah? Uh, I have to, I'll go back and check that. Give me a second. I just don't want to. But, but we know that sodium outweighs potassium, essentially, the, you know, in terms of the amount that we consume, don't we? Okay, can you guys see this? Yeah, this is good. This is like being uh, at school. 
Spanish broccoli. It doesn't say the amounts. I should have fucking typed in the amounts. Because I know bananas. I know bananas is not even close to the highest. I'm pretty sure the highest. I'm pretty sure the highest is like spinach and then potatoes and actually. um, I think it's like a. I think it's like a white bean or like a white kidney bean, something like that. Okay. You're gonna okay. So you're gonna get more from the banana than you would do the spinach because to eat the same volume density of spinach is gonna be a. Uh. Okay, now now you're... Ben speaks truths. Ben speaks truths there before. I don't agree. Because the weight, the weight equivalent... Imagine trying to eat 100 grams of spinach. Yeah. Wait like, squ- okay, wait a minute. You're going to have a Get fucking here. I don't want to go to Harvard. You'd have to have a basket full of literally... So one medium, one medium, medium banana is 422 milligrams of potassium. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where's spinach? It's not even on here. There it is. <laughs> half, a cu- half a cup is 420. Yeah, but what's a hot, like, is yeah, that dry cup, weight? Half a cup is like, when you take it out of the fucking, like, half a cup is nothing. That's fuck all. That's right. Is that, like, compressed? Do you have to push it down into the cup? Density uh, matters. Baked potato. Look at this. One, one me- look at one medium baked potato, 926. So potato's good. Potato's good. Yeah, that's what I said. Potato is the highest. So all I'm saying is, the point I'm trying to make is, unless you're, yeah. eating, a lot, unless you're eating a lot of potatoes, <laughs> are, are you getting the right amount of potassium and sodium? I can see a skit now being made by bodybuilding BB and bollocks about this potato shit. <laughs> like, honestly, I, Look, I, I don't know. I see you in a, the, like the, a fucking. I'm not, this wasn't supposed to be a debate about potassium. The, 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 the point I was trying to make is if you add a lot of potassium to your diet, will it bloat you? That's all I'm asking because that's what happened to me. I added more yeah. potassium and I started well, feeling um, like I was getting bloated. Yeah, because you're going to start fucking around with water balance in your stomach, in your GI, right? Yeah. All I can see is food and sack of potatoes now. <laughs> just that's it. And he's low cal. He's low salt. I I believe Doctor Dean, man. The guy is a fucking genius, and he's like, look, your muscle contractions are going to be better if your potassium is in the proper balance with your sodium. Which coconut makes water. Coconut water. Coconut water. What? Isn't that good? Right, but hang on. Here's my point. They're gonna be better if you're deficient. Right. It's like if you're dehydrated, drinking some water will help. No, no. If you're not, but if you're not dehydrated, drinking more water. But he's not help. saying deficient. He's saying, I got, let me find out what the balance is. Okay. I want to know. I'm actually curious now because I, I, I want to further my. I understand. I want to further my career. I understand the mechanism of sodium, potassium, and the calcium channels, and how a muscle contraction actually occurs at a molecular level. Yeah. Right. I understand that. Yeah. What I'm saying is. It's only relevant. It's only going to improve muscle contraction if you're deficient. And you, I'm not, I don't think the deficiency. But his his um, his his point that he was trying to make is most bodybuilders are deficient in potassium. I'm just I look. This isn't my. I'm just going by what. I'm just saying what Dean said. Yeah, I'm just going by what he said. It's not my fucking <laughs> hypothesis. I didn't fucking say he it. But, it I, all but I agree with him when you think of the the highest potassium foods. We don't. Yeah. No. We don't generally eat them. We eat a lot, always, of, we eat a lot always, of rice and shit. I was always told not to supplement potassium because you have got enough. I put a ton of electrolytes. I put electrolytes in my pre-intra, post-workout, and my morning drink. Yeah. Like I have literally yeah. electrolyte salts. Because I'm in Texas, I'm sweating a lot, right? I figured. Isn't one I, of the most important things to supplement, Ben, magnesium glycinate? He, he said that too. That's the one that seems to be like really fundamental. Yeah, I mean, a lot of heavy training is stripping a lot of those minerals, right? Yeah, 
schools. I can't find the fucking proper ratio. This is retarded. It doesn't exist. <laughs> we are not going to get through 15. There isn't one. You got, you, got, you got led down a dark path that was not We're real. We're spending 20 minutes on potassium. This is important for people to know. One to three. Okay, that's it. So you got it right first time. One to three. So share screen, Google. Okay. The ideal ratio of sodium to potassium intake is roughly one to three. There's no way we're getting that. Most bodybuilders get in like 3,000 or 4,000 milligrams of sodium a day. That means Rebbe, you, you, need, that you, means you, you know, need 9 to 12,000 milligrams of fucking potassium. No, because you know that you're losing more sodium in your daily activity and functions anyway, right? Yeah, but you it, lose potassium too, don't you? When you, when you, you lose sodium at a higher, a higher rate. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. That makes sense to me. Now so I'm saying the, the discrepancy isn't as big. I'm, I'm not saying it's not. And I'm not saying it's not important if there is a deficiency. I'm saying it's quite difficult to go hypokalemic. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying, he's not saying that we're deficient. He's saying we're not getting enough. And I don't it disagree is. with him when I, see, when I see a one to three ratio because I know I get in at least 3,000 milligrams of sodium a day. But wait, I don't- wait, wait. This is what I'm saying. You're, you're, I'm talking about net balance. You're talking about what you take in. Yeah, they're not the same thing. Well, how much sodium do you think I'm depleting though out of the 3,000 milligrams? I sweat a lot. But it's, uh, okay, so for instance, if it's a two to one ratio, if you lose two to one sodium potassium, then the imbalance isn't as big. So then you really just want to ingest one to you want to you end up being at one to one. <laughs> no, let's not like you're gonna unless you fucking know your <laughs> mineral status. Let's stop administering potassium mineral like status. directly. Yeah, I'm saying okay. See what? Eat more spinach. Eat more potatoes. Eat more healthy foods that have. Ma uh, micronutrients in them, sure. I should call Dr. Dean right now. I don't Get think... Online. Phone a friend. Phone, phone a friend. <laughs> I don't think adding a potassium... Because the problem with this is, right, adding potassium... Like potassium sparing diuretics and, and adding potassium in, you, you get into dangerous fucking territory. No, no, I know that. And I'm not oh, saying yeah. anybody should be taking in tons of potassium. All I'm saying is the recommended daily dose is one to three. And that's all Dean was saying is we're not... We're not getting that because we eat tons of rice and shit. We don't eat potatoes. We don't eat a lot of spinach. I mean, some people do, but not everybody. Right. So, but what I'm saying is I think it would be good, better to eat the food instead of adding the no cell. I wouldn't be adding direct yeah. Yeah, potassium. To that makes sense. I could, I could definitely agree with that. It's always better to get it from real food. Right. Because, and also, like you said, the reason you're getting bloated is because the water imbalance is drawing water back into the yeah. stomach, right? So See, that's why this fucking podcast is important. We cover the fucking, matters, man. Cover the deep shit that matters. I learned something. Go and ask a fart question again. <laughs> <laughs> but people need to know that stuff too. That's why. Well, that's the beauty of this podcast. You ask the fart question, but then you learn something afterwards. It's important. Right. Uh Thoughts on anabolics to heal tendons after injuries or strengthen them? I would say, what do I, I you guys think? No, I've seen no studies on that. I have no idea. I would say that growth hormone would help, no? More yeah. so than an, an anabolic would. Yeah. yeah, I'm saying anabolics, you're not that. I've had a couple of people recently ask me about injuries and taking anabolics. I'm like, drop down to, a, if you're, you're seriously injured and all the injuries I've had, you drop down to TRT yeah. and growth hormone would be your best. I mean, the only anabolic that they use, not the only, but they use Anavar quite a lot in I've heard medicinal, that. medicinal for, uh, particularly for burns, yeah. right? For, for soft tissue healing. Okay. Yeah. But 
you know, that's the only thing I can see in medical, like where they actually use an anabolic steroid for, to promote yeah. that. Yeah. It, it, it blows my mind how, the, how different compounds have different pathways of healing different factors. Like, yeah. that's why I just like, get a coach. Cause I just have no fucking idea. I don't know either, man. I'm not a pharmacologist. People, it's uh. funny because people, it's you know what I find interesting is people assume because we're like massive pros or you know massive amateurs in Ben's case. <laughs> or Ben, <laughs> we're massive pros or Ben. Well, I mean, Ben, you actually have a degree and you know what the fuck you're talking about. But in case of me and James, and I'm just going to speak for James, and if I'm wrong, you can correct me. But most people think just because we weigh fucking two fifty, three hundred pounds, that we fucking know everything. I'm not a pharmacologist. I don't fucking. Like oh, shit, it's no shit from experience. I don't know shit because yeah, I literally. fucking studied it. I, I, I'm very like, okay, I've used that and I felt this. That's how I am, and that's, that's it, man. I and yeah, I don't click. The, the 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 thing is, it's okay to be that way as long as that's how you project yourself. That's right. I don't yeah. like it when people uh, put that label on me, like, oh, Fu, I thinks he knows everything. I'm like, no, no, wait a minute. I know everything for, from my own career, like yes. what my experience has taught me. I don't fucking know everything. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, like, but, but by the same token, experience will, cause I mean, that's worth. Oh no. I, yeah. Fucking thousand books. Right. And it, it, yeah. it's, it, it's, it's having the balance between the two. Yeah. I, and I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not uh, downplaying experience in any, in any means. I actually personally think sometimes and most times it means more than you find in a textbook. When you have like 300 bodybuilders that say one thing, it's going to mean more to me than what somebody read in a textbook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I am saying is I don't like when people uh, assume that I think I know everything just because I'm big. And it's like, that's, yeah. not, that's not what yeah. I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? So I'm exactly the same. Mechanisms of action is not something that I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, is whey protein and simple sugars better than whole foods post-workout? Ben, I don't think better. James, go ahead, James. I obviously like whey protein because I like something that assimilates fast and that's digestible. But to be fair, I've had periods of time when I've eaten solid foods after training and felt not a lot different. Um, it depends on what your total calorific intake requirements are for the day and if you need to fit things in. So protein shakes for me have always been about, I can get something in immediately after training to then compensate towards my totals. Yeah. And then I can fit meals in sooner. And that's the reason I do it. Not because it's better. It's just that it allows you then to have a... So you, uh, don't, you, you don't think there's a performance aspect to it? Um, I, there's, it is, but it's, it's minimal. I don't think it's, I don't think it's maximal. I think, yeah. it's, I think you're just as good by using intra-workout amino acids that we yeah. use yeah. and not having to actually worry about rushing to have a post-workout protein shake. But again, there might be studies against that. But for me personally, like yeah. from experience, as long as I have the essential aminos during training and I've eaten well, yeah. I'm not in any immediate rush. I'm only in an immediate rush if I know that I've got to still get another 400 grams of some shit in me by the end of the day. Yeah. That's, That's kind own. of what I tell people is like, it depends on what you, what you, what you did before that. Mm. So then, like for me, it's like I had a pre-workout meal and then my intra workout has essential aminos in it and a little bit of carbs. So I know yeah. I can finish my workout. I've already started my recovery process with the intra. I can wait half an hour till I drive yeah. home and have like a regular meal. Yeah, exactly. But if I don't, if I don't have my intro though, I think I need to have like a post-workout yeah. Eno's or something. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's this. I was kind of, situational. how do you, is that how you think Ben? Yeah. hundred percent. Your, your need immediately after a workout diminishes if you're 
if you're taking care of your intra work, your pre workout and intra workout supplementation and nutrition, right? Yeah, so yeah. whole meal then becomes, in my eyes, more valuable if yeah. you're taking care of intra. If your pre workout meal is set up good and your interest good, there is no rush. The the also the, the another thing that I was going to add is the whole anabolic window thing, right? Well, yeah. the own the body's repairing muscle for 24, 48 hours post workout. You think it fucking matters whether you're getting those aminos in within 20 minutes of you finishing the workout. Bullshit. The other thing that does matter is glycogen replenishment. That's where post-workout you have an an opportunity to super compensate and force more glycogen into a muscle than would be over the next 24 hours. Just so they know, just so they know, super compensate by by what you mean. You mean it's going to, the uptake is going to be greater. Right. So if you had like, if you have 400 grams of carbs left, from when you finish working out to the end of the day, if you have 400 grams of carbs to eat, you'd be better off consuming 200 of it post-workout and then 100 throughout the rest of the day rather than the, you know, 200, like spread throughout the day, right? It has a greater opportunity to be uptaken in that short window. But amino acid-wise, it's It's largely irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. I like what Patrick said when I had Patrick on the Patrick tour on the podcast. He said your anabolic window is 12 hours long. It is. Not a, the, the, the post. Yeah, he's like, he said to me basically, your post-workout meal matters. The meal after that matters. The yeah. meal after that matters. And they're all. Yeah. They, well, that's basically what he said. Is your anabolic yeah. window goes all the way to the next day when you train. Yeah, and you're training again, and it resets, and you're going. It's it's, it's yeah. a constant. And this is where the best bodybuilders come because they don't just hit their anabolic post-workout shake and then fuck that's off right. the rest of the day. That's right. Yeah. They're doing every single meal every week. You that's know. Right. That's right. Absolutely. Um, serious. Okay. This is a good question actually. Cause I know a lot of people, you know, uh, it's, it's funny. Sometimes I think when people talk about nutrition and stuff, you need to decide if they're talking about what we do or, or the average person who just wants to get in shape. So maybe we should decipher that. But this guy says, seriously, what is the deal with bread? I get white bread, but all I hear is rice and potatoes. Old school way of thinking is bread is bad or am I wrong? Because I love a good sandwich. And a lot of people now, like not a lot of people, but I've seen some YouTubers say that like bread is good. And, you know, like Greg Doucette's really popular and he says bread is the same as rice and all these things. And I disagree only for one aspect, like one reason. I like single ingredient foods. Yes. So is that kind of like, what, yeah, what do you bread guys is think a about? Formula. Bread is a formula. Yeah. Why is that? Why is that bad though? Like why, why do people want? I don't You're more it. likely to have an intolerance. Okay. So that's why, where you said, your only gripe with it is single ingredient. My only gripe with it is wheat intolerance, right? So if you don't have that, crack on. I would, it's not, I don't see it as an issue. Yeah. So if somebody wants to eat 50 grams of carbs from a whole wheat or sorry, from like shitty white bread or from, well, you know, like that wonder bread shit, it's basically just sugar. That's equal to you. I don't think we have that here. No, I got introduced to it back in September. And I, what is this? Sorry, I don't have, I don't know what that is. It's what, the, what, how would you describe it to James, Ben? It's like the 50p basics Tesco value white loaf. Would it melt if water touched it? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's just barely held together. It's just, it, I mean, it, it's pretty fucking good. Don't be wrong. It's good to make a shitty sandwich with, yeah. But is it, is you, I don't know how, see, it's, maybe I'm oh. just like old school meathead, but I can't compare that to eating a potato. But then, okay, but for the same, going back to the previous question, if you're post-workout 
and you didn't have intra workout carbs, you pick in the bread to replenish glycogen or you pick in the potato. I, I, I digest potatoes fucking like real. Yeah, I, was, I, would, I feel that potato. I would go with the potato. Hits the mark better, but I don't. Oh, you got, I say you got to eat 100 grams of carbs post workout from potatoes. Oh, oh, oh. In a heart- or 100 grams, 100 grams from bread. Dude, in a heartbeat, I chop that shit up, throw in the air fryer. Listen, if you're trying no, to make wait, do you know how much? Do you know how much 100 grams of carbs is from? Yeah, a it's like a potato. pound of potatoes. It's a kilo. It's 2.2 pounds. Is it really? Yeah, 20, yeah. 20, gra- 20 grams per 100, isn't it? Roughly? I can do a pound for fun. Two, two pounds is 2.2 after you've trained. Yeah, no, I can't do that. Right. That is, and so that's what I'm saying. The, the, like, I agree with you. I'm yeah, just, okay, fine, fine. Switch it to rice. I'm now. doing a full ad. I'm, I, would I'm, do, I know you're playing double. I would, do, I would do 350 grams of rice. That's 100 grams of carbs. Okay, well, yeah, I'm just saying. But but I'm just saying it's, like, it's about choices, right? It's about, yes. it's about what I'm putting in my body, what's going to be more efficient for my body. Six six slices of uh, Wonder Bread. It's more, like it's more it's efficient than rice. Go in easy. It's gonna go in easy. If you're if you've had five other meals of rice that day and you're fucking slow slowing up, I don't know. That's why I, cereal. I that's why cereal became quite popular, right? Because it's easy to get those carbs in. I do these. I can do Ezekiel bread because I feel like it's a it's it's new. The nutrition is there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, feel I am. Like, I have toast. But what kind of toast? What kind of toast do you have? Just regular white toast? Yeah, usually just white bread off the 50-50, which is like the half whole meal, half white. Yeah. Luke, Luke was doing at least one to two bagels for his whole Olympia. Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah I, I do that. I do that stuff in the off season. I just don't do it when I'm dieting. Like yeah. when I'm getting ready for a show, I'm very basic: oatmeal, rice, potatoes. Yeah. I potatoes. have obviously I have bread at the minute, but how long that will last? That's another question. But that's my point: is why would you? Choose why that. would you, why would you drop it? That's what I want to know. Well, if it's the same, why would you drop it? You I would, unless it's an issue. I would drop it from an appetite point of view. Yeah, right? I'd be table. more full. I'd be more full once I got deep and yeah. dark into a prep. I'm taking the bagel out, which is 50 grams of carbs, is one bagel or 55. That's a dense easy. Yeah, yeah. Like that disappears, right? Yeah, you're versus, starving. Yeah. Versus a cup of oats. Yeah. Take a lot longer to digest. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, if you're James, um, one month ago, and you're putting a serious amount of carbs away. Well, that is precisely why bread was present because it's just another way to get another sixty grams of carbs in with a meal. Yeah. Well, like I said, in the off season, I'm hundred percent on board yeah. with that. But dieting, I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. go that way. Um, have you ever scratched your wife with calluses? My wife asked me to wear gloves early in our relationship, but I told her only Ronnie can get away with that. Have you ever scratched your woman with the calluses on your hands? Often. Yeah. They just got to live with it, right? Yeah. yeah. Or it's a good excuse. I'm like, do you want a massage or not? No? Okay. <laughs> got them. It's part okay. of it, man. Uh, why slowly yeah, drop calories? Cool. I don't know why this guy's saying this because it's not what we think. Uh, he's saying, why slowly drop calories to diet, but not slowly increase calories to grow? The logic behind your body adjusts to the deficit isn't the same as it adjusts to the surplus. But... Nobody said that you should increase calories quickly. He's probably talking from somebody's stupid YouTuber's perspective. So well, I've, I've, said, I've said it before. Like when I finish a show, sometimes I'll ramp right up to like 5,000 calories, but that's only because I don't care if I get fat. Yes. but there's, there, yeah, yeah. If you care about uh, your fat, fat level, then yeah, you would increase slowly. Yeah. I think you can rebound aggressively very short term and then you can check and then back. slow back. Yeah. Yeah. I find you can rebound aggressively short term, and then you 
the funny thing is you can you can rebound aggressively you can put your calories up and then you bring them back down and even after you brought them back down a few weeks later you still get fat <laughs> then yeah. You yeah 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 like, motherfucker i thought i caught you in time no. <laughs> no. <laughs> never never ever uh what is the best carb source for gains potato or rice rice okay that's, that's neither <laughs> that's like a straight i like that it's like it is rice but it's right if you're pushing calories again the same argument i know for me and for most clients they can get in 600 grams of carbs easier from but rice wait a minute we're not talking you're such a you know you're such a luke sometimes yes. we're not my we're not, <laughs> we're not talking about what's easier to get in he wants this is like literally he's saying am i going to get bigger from potatoes or rice and i'm answering that yes if your appetite sucks at some point because you can't get those carbs in your gains are going to slow down why can't so you I'm, just be direct with your answer and say that they're both I was, we, just right. it, we just did it with that was the most direct answer i could give what's better potato <laughs> rice rice i was but as direct the, as the but question that's not the are. answer the answer is they're both the same carb but wait okay. wait ben has a reason there and i'm gonna give you a reason after go on ben keep going well, I agree with his reasoning about getting the amount in. Uh, the next, you know, just beforehand, next time, send me all the questions and tell me what the answer should be, and I'll give you the answer you want to fucking hear. What's your answer, James? No, what I've had many, so many people that are actually as experienced as us yeah. say that potato makes them fuller than rice, like fuller. Wait a minute. I, think, I feel that way too. I know that it's sounds... Potassium. It's a potassium. So I'm just saying, like... Maybe there's a little bit of a fucking something Look, in there. I don't care if this sounds stupid as hell. And, I, and you know what? I tell people, sometimes they ask me, like, what, what's the best carb? And I'm like, you have to, because some people, for example, I can't eat a lot of sweet potatoes. If I eat a lot of sweet potatoes, I just get watery and gassy. Okay, super gassy. Right? Obviously, oh. the fiber and there's sugar, alcohol, and sweet potatoes and whatever, right? But if yeah. I eat rice, I'm cool. I get full. I feel pretty good. But if I eat potatoes, it digests quickly, I and I actually have, like, a crazy pump. I used that, um, the thing that Luke and I used to go nuts for every time we fly over is the hash mix. Yeah. Frozen hash mix, because you can't get that in England. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And it makes eating potatoes, like breakfast potatoes in the morning, is yeah, super yeah, easy. Yeah. So I do like an omelette, eggs, and hash. Fuck, that sounds so yeah. good right now. The biggest guys I know eat yams and potatoes. Oh, yams. Yeah. Proper yams, though. Like earth food. food real real yams are fucking delicious. Not the orange ones. The white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. fucking yams. Ronnie Coleman used to eat chips. What do you mean chips? Like chips? <laughs> like a bag eating, of chips? I've Wait. seen him eating chips. But, um, no, like, like potato. Ronnie like, Coleman oh, is yeah, no yeah, like basis. Ronnie Coleman is no basis for any nutritional chips evidence. And, chips and masterpiece sauce, man. Come on. No, let's not talk about barbecue sauce. Is it possible <laughs> to actually compete well in bodybuilding and stay clean? Come on, guys. Just please. Can we just all answer it? On an on a, on a extremely rare occasion. You'd have to be one in a million. Never. Never, ever. Uh, there, ever. Is, there is odd one that can do well. Okay, Ronnie, I, I Coleman. Know, I know. Ronnie Coleman did okay, if you believe yeah. he was natural for as yeah. long as he said he was. Yeah. And, uh, and Which I don't. Ben, like guys like Rob Hope. Okay. Rob Hope? All right, but define doing well then. We're, so talking I agree about, we're talking about being like a good... You're not going to get so far. You're not going to win a pro show or we'll get Other than win a pro show or the Olympia. <sighs> Well, it's that, not, I don't. I don't consider that meaning you're good. I mean, I didn't win a ton of shows. If you can place in the top five, not me. At, if you can place in the top five at uh, pro shows, that would I consider that good. But I don't think anybody can do that naturally. 
No, no I, I doubt it as well. I there are probably three people who I I don't think they have, but I probably could believe, and that would be like Lee Priest, Phil Heath, and Ronnie Coleman would probably be the three genetically most gifted natural people. I've ever but seen. would they be able to get in shape like that condition? Oh, no, and that's what I'm saying. I think they're the three genetically best I've ever seen, mm. and I don't think they would have. Actually, compared. naturally, I've seen some natural guys that are fucking peeled. So I don't know if Shredded conditioning's things. yeah. Shredded. They have a dry, they get drier. Yeah, they do much drier. Separation's yeah. clearer as well. They don't yeah. have the, they've got no pin marks. Up. No, their delts are clear. Like they're fucking. They got no. Well, you, scot- you, you you know AJ right? AJ yeah, yeah. So lean. Yeah. Um, favorite cereal. Frosties. Cinnamon uh, Toast Crunch. Golden Grams. Okay. Three good choices. Why are you laughing uh, at Golden Grams? I don't know. I don't know why you make Not me laugh. You, just make this is, my middle name's Graham as well. So is it James it Graham? James Graham the Shed. Your middle name's the Shed. <laughs> it is now. It is now. <laughs> Would you rather lose all of your gains and be one eighty-five for life, or die at age forty-five? What a that's beautiful. harsh. This is that's an harsh. asshole question. Not that you're an asshole, whoever, Sean, that you said this, but I know, exactly, previous, what, I know exactly what he's getting at. The previous, the first answer is probably why I, would, I don't want to die at fucking 45. Come on. I'm not far off that. Well, it's got four years left. I know. I'm like, my life's fuck. almost over. Who has fucked? No, uh, 185, if you're peeled, I don't give a shit. Okay, let me rephrase, let me rephrase it. Wait a minute. Let me rephrase the question. I don't regret anything I've done in my life. If I died at 45, that's it. It's just staying tonk. You're staying big. Look, I don't, I made a choice, right? And I made a choice knowing there'd be risks. Yeah, but hostile subs is only just launched. Yeah, but I'm going to be dead, so I don't care what happens to it. Fuck I have it. <laughs> yeah, I'll pass it off to Ben and you. You and, Jay, you and James get on it. <laughs> yeah, Ben's like... <laughs> he just said he doesn't care he's gonna be no, dead wait a minute. Let's, let, listen let's be dead serious for a second because I've, I've had this question before like don't you know what basically what this question is asking is don't you know what you're doing is dangerous so what i'm trying to say is this i don't want to die at 45 i want to run my company until i'm 80 and be successful and all that stuff i'm not saying i want to die but i'm saying i made a choice when i started bodybuilding i knew it wasn't the best for my for my health if something happens to me, that was a calculated risk that I made. Where does this Sean live? What? Where does Sean live? Oh, uh, Sean lives. <laughs> from what I can tell, Texas. I, I don't know. Like, if he oh, lives in a, if he lives in a city, he's choosing to shorten his life. I, I want to say this though. I do think, I think he's, he's American. I think Fuad's going in miss, too cryptic on this. I think he's literally just saying. What he said. <laughs> That's no, what I thought it was. Now, I don't think like, so. the guys I think he's just saying, look, would you rather would you rather die like soon, or yeah. would you rather live and lose all your gains? No. Well, that's a different that's a different question. If you said to me today, James, yeah, hey, tomorrow you're going to be 185. Yeah. Like tomorrow, you're going to snap your fingers. You're going to be 185 yeah. pounds, lean, and like you'll look good, whatever. Yeah. And you'll live to your 75. But, yeah. or, or you can die at 45. Then I would just say, okay, you snap your fingers, I'll be small tomorrow. But when, yeah. I, was 20, but I, when I was 20 years old, if you asked me, oh, yeah. I'd be like, nah, fuck that. I want to do what I want to do. I was the same. I was almost willing yeah. to be dead at 50. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, it's what, that's right. what I'm saying. Like, that's, that's how I read the question. Yeah. It felt so far away, didn't it? Yeah. Because you're like, when you're 20, you're like, you know what, this is the risk I'm going to take and this is what yeah. I want to do. And that's it. Yeah. Remember I don't know. Am I reading too much, too much into it, Ben? I think I, <laughs> yeah, you went way deeper than I was. <laughs> I, I was still on the rice question. Potatoes <laughs> and rice lad. Uh, I'm 17. Should I sacrifice going out on, on nights out, missing out on relationships if I'm serious about bodybuilding? Or could I give myself more space to do stuff? He already knows too much. <laughs> what does that mean? I mean, he, I feel like he already knows, he already knows he's been around too many older bodybuilders and seen the problems that occur. Yeah. He already, he knows the answer. He knows the answer. He already oh, knows. He knows the answer. I, do you know why I'm super reluctant to ever discourage people to sacrifice their childhood for body do you know i have this thing i know you're not we've had this discussion you're like fuck it tell everyone to die and go and be a professional bodybuilder i'm like no i'm not saying that i'm saying if the i'm gonna tell you the truth if you're asking me how can i turn pro i'm gonna tell you yeah you're gonna miss out on a lot of fucking parties you're gonna miss out on a lot of vacations you're gonna miss out on a lot of family dinners and shit that's just the way it is that's just what it is what miss out a lot of poop yeah, that's true. But, that's true. But, okay, here's another question then. To in an off season, because because you know that 17 year old kid's gonna take it and fucking run with it. It'll be black and white, right? Yeah. So it'll be like, hey, you're not competing till in. You're doing your first show in two years time. He's like, nope, I'm not going to a birthday party. I'm meeting my get like. There's a time and a place, right? I, that's the bit I'm careful to mm. press too much. In yeah. an off season, in an off season, even when you're you can still function yeah. socially. Yeah, somewhat. It, it takes it takes some getting, you have to plan it and you have to, but don't be a complete arsehole is what I'm saying in an off season. Yeah. All Once you lock in, like yeah. I told you on Saturday, there was the UFC and her brother invited us over and I said, no, I'm staying here. Fuck it. I want to yeah. stay in, be selfish. I'm no, I don't want to be sociable. I don't want to pretend like I want to have a conversation. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's, there's gray areas to all of it. Right. Like, man, when I was 17, I was drinking fucking six nights a week. Like, and look where you turned out. It's great. Yeah. But I had to stop, I stopped all of that. (laughs) All I'm saying is like, you have to, I give people the most extreme situation and then they have to figure out how to manage it. All right. So here's another, if we're going to go deep with this, you had those life experiences, right? You, you would, i drunk myself into oblivion at university for, for three, three and a half years straight, right? Yeah. I don't miss it now. If you take that away from someone when they're 14, 15, they're going to turn into fucking Britney Spears. Yeah. I mean, look, I didn't start bodybuilding until 20, so I enjoyed my childhood. But that's what I mean. Do you not think there's some life lessons there at their young age where that it's important to go through to experience some things to know no that's not the life you want to get to because you might commit to bodybuilding and then at 25 you just go fucking oh screw this i'm hanging yeah, it but up. i think it depends what's important to you right like if somebody's like you know what this is the only thing important to me and this is what i want to be and this is what i want to my my life to look like then you gotta give it everything because there's a lot of people that are going to fucking kick the shit out of you and, and be better than you on stage and they're going to be better than yeah. you and because you're dicking around in the off season other somebody else is like taking their off season as serious as you only took your prep true they're, but... they're going to spank your fucking ass so 
but the people if, that but that's only for the but that's only for the person that made the choice they're like this is who i want to be i know this is where i want to end up so okay did every pro think that way then it depends on your genetics right after a little while you start to know you know what i can go and have a drink and i know i'm still going to be good uh, i know i can have a like cake a couple times a week and i know i'm not gonna get fat but i always start people with the most the harshest example mm. and they learn to work back from that i don't give people the easiest example no no true what right? i'm saying is what i'm saying is of all the people that wanted to be famous wanted to be successful wanted to be a pro bodybuilder and sacrificed everything for it and don't have that we've had this conversation don't have the genetics for it that makes me wince a little bit yeah right? but that's a choice you make right and you're never going to know if you're good enough yeah. to be a pro unless you sacrifice all those things it's a really tough one because i often say this i often without trying to discourage i do discourage because being in the position you're in and the position i'm in it feels so rare and i've seen so many people older than me try it and not land yeah and it's really difficult because like ben said there like <coughs> catch 22 they've got to get where i know to get where i got i had nothing but this yeah but then i know others that have done that and they've got nothing now yeah. nothing yeah so where, where do you draw them it's so hard it's tough well what i'm saying is what i'm saying is if somebody asks me yeah i give them the worst case scenario yeah yeah of course because if you can handle the worst case scenario you can handle anything well that, yeah and then you know what you're up against then you can learn to find a balance in it yeah but if you give somebody the best case scenario and Shock. they yeah then they're going to work back from that and now they're even shittier so yeah i always try and tell people this is the this is what you have to do. And then if they can't do that, then they have no business. Cause at some point, whether it's when you're 17 or whether it's when you're 27, at some point you have to become that crazy person. You do, you do. Like I fucked around a little bit when I was in my early twenties, but eventually I had to like get rid of all the alcohol and get rid of all mm -hmm. the fucking partying and like focus. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you're starting or eventually even Luke, Luke at some point kind of got more and more serious. Of course. Right. So that's well, here's my question. The, the point at which you stopped dicking around, were you already on the path? You yes. already going, Oh, this could, I'm, I'm, I might be good at this. Yeah. I was already, I had already won my class at the nationals. Like, so there yeah. was a glimpse of this hope, wasn't there? That's what Ben's trying to point out is that the potential was there and it gave you the encouragement to keep going and to make that sacrifice. Yeah. If but you, that's funny. Well, you sacrificed for five, six years. And you're not placing you're no return. You're not placing in the top six no, no. at a national. Then fuck off. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not implying that at all. What I'm saying is this: 17 year old kid. Yeah. If you give it everything for two years, and then you step on stage at your first regional show or municipal show or whatever, and you get fucking spanked, then you might have to think about things a little bit, right? Yeah, like, of course. If you're, if you're, but if you're checking all the benchmarks, then you know you're doing something right. Yeah, and the likelihood of doing better at the beginning is there as well because of yeah. the discipline. That's right. Unlike you, though, because I, I set off with quite a good start, so therefore I didn't really know. It was only later in my bodybuilding that I got a little bit hurt, and I realized now it's time to know whether you're on this or not. Yeah. No. Well, that's what happens is you, you eventually get – because the competition keeps getting better and better and better as you climb the ladder. Yeah. And eventually you reach a point and go, oh, fuck, these guys are doing something I'm not doing. Mm. And then you have to change and you have to adapt and you have to become better or else you're going to get killed.
So it's funny because when I was a teenager, I thought it was growth hormone. You saw what? I thought what everyone else was doing was growth hormone. Yeah, you're like that's the answer. Like if I just do I was growth like, hormone. I was like, that, that's what that's what's going to take me from being like second to first. Yeah, you realize really quickly that it's fucking everything else. Eating the fucking meals and getting staying up at night and getting it in. Um, how long until? F- <laughs> oh God. How long until Fuad starts his trembolone sandwiches and shit starts to get really out of hand on these podcasts? I'm going to say four weeks. I'm already there. So, no, friend, you good. how many weeks out, Ben? Me, uh, nine. Yeah, nine. Nine and two days. So, Fuad, do you want to introduce it? How many? I usually start with the cutting stuff around eight the, weeks. The cutting well, you know he's old school. The cutting stuff. Well, that's amazing. What do you want me to? That's okay. amazing, bro. What should I have called it? We got, we got, we got, a, we got a master on. We got a trembolone. You know, right. you know the the no water drugs, right? Okay, all right. You know what? You the dry, the dry drug. You guys can both fuck right off. All right. I, uh, how would you like me to classify my stack as it changes? You should. No, I think that's good because of your age. <laughs> well, how do you guys classify it then? What would you say? Uh Oh, I don't know. What the, the crazy juice? When are you throwing in the crazy juice, mate? <laughs> is, that, about... is that an old school thing to say? No, no you know what? Bro thing to say. Why is it? Well, I am a bro. I don't give a fuck. No, it's, it's, I already it's told like, you. Um, I already told you. Bro science is okay. experience. Here, no, no. Here's my issue with it. People think the drugs are going to get them in. The, 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 the drugs are actively going to get them leaner. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the bit I'm like. But they kind of are. Like trend does make you harder. I mean, I don't know what's bro science no, about you're, that. No, you're eating fucking day, okay, I'm saying, look, I'm on a certain diet right now. I could still be on the same diet and start trend. Once I start the trend, my body's going to appear harder. No? Uh, <laughs> I agree. I agree. But like I say, this no, no, I want to know what you guys really think. Is it the, you young, think the young generation? The young generation honestly thinks that they can eat their off-season diet. No. Put trend, put trend balone in. And then suddenly get hard. That's not yeah. my implication. Or, or they don't want to take. They don't want to point out to them. So let they them don't want to take certain drugs because it will make them watery in their off season. I'm like, no, <laughs> okay. you're you eating like a fucking asshole is making you watery in the off season. Okay, but I agree with those things. But my implication is that if you're eating a diet and the diet hasn't changed, certain drugs will make your body look harder, yeah, like Winstrol, like no. Yeah, no, it's true. Ben, Ben, we're, no, 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 I'm, I'm not disagreeing. I'm saying. So then, what the fuck are you guys making fun of me for? Because <laughs> you called it the cutting stuff, and it's cutting stack. It's just, it was amusing to me. I don't, Go on. Well, you call, if it makes you happy, you call it cutting drug, sweetheart. Right? That's fine. <laughs> ben, Ben, do you agree that Fuad would get on really well with Steve Avery? <laughs> oh, yeah, I think that'd be amazing. What I does that mean? That. It's these old school, like fucking. Yeah. Okay, but wait a minute. You guys just agreed with me that the fucking. We do. Drugs we do. Are, so then, what is the problem? I don't get it. There's no problem. We just we love you, and we just think that you're reminding us of some old geezers. We. I'm know. not sure. I'm not sure if Red needs the trembolone sandwich to start getting sensitive. About. Yeah, I am. I'm starting to get riled up already. I think. <laughs> <it> was- <laughs> I've just started um trend. I- yeah, you started your cutting trend. I'm my cutting stomach. Yeah, and also it makes a difference if you're using trend and anthate versus trend acetate because one's drier than the other. And I like trend hex. When I take trend and anthate, I get really watery. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. just joking. I'm just joking. Yeah. Trend hex, trend hex, trend hex, yeah, that's 
That's okay, wait a minute. You started your trend already, James? Trend hex, benzyl carbonate. Yeah. Ooh. I'm being serious. Did you start your trend already? Yeah, only a little bit. I Touch. did. I How started much? 12. How much? Um, yeah, but he's like 13 weeks old still, or 12. 100, 100 milligram three, three times a week. Oh, that's okay. That's a good, that's like a normal it's dose. But that's a, norm, that's a normal dose. How much higher are you going to go? I don't think you'll go higher than that. I think. Yeah, that's, that's like a normal dose, really. I'm looking up for my own cycle. Justin was like, you crack on. What are you, what are, how much, how much, sorry, go ahead, James. I was going to say 300 train is a gentleman's dose. Yeah. I'm, yes. I'm past, I'm past the gentleman's dose. Are you at the barbarian dose? Uh, mm. I'm doing what James is doing. I'm doing three. Actually, no, I'm doing, I've got the literal uh, 72. Yeah. The parabola. Par the parabola. Yeah. Three of those. And then I do one mil of 200 trenanthate a week as well. As Ooh. my. Ooh. That's the top, top you up a little bit. Yeah. Just no wonder I can't talk to you lately. You're fucking all riled up all the time. Fuck it. Well, when the internet went, I started putting that in and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, trend needs trend, you know? Should insulin, should insulin be cycled when it's time to use it? For example, when you're lean, et cetera. I don't know what that means exactly, but should insulin be cycled? And I, I think, sorry, go ahead. You guys answer. I've never cycled insulin. I, I've kind of been very consistent with minimum, with low use for a long time. There are breaks, but it's not like scheduled. So I don't know. I've, I've never been someone that's used enough of it to worry about implications or having to cycle it. But then Ben may feel differently. So I'd be interested to hear what he says. Well, you answered, you answered why. If, you've, if you're not going excessive, then there's no reason. If it's just nice little... Yeah. five six i use pre post workout then you haven't really ever got to cycle on off i've done periods where i've done 60 to 80 iu on my you know rebounds and things and it was only for a four to six week period but okay. um i'd also monitor my faster blood glucose levels and, and make a lot of my decisions based on that yeah. if i was taking 80 iu of insulin a day and my fasted blood glucose levels were under 80 for instance i wouldn't worry yeah. okay if I was keeping my sensitivity high. I don't know if this counts as cycling, but when I used to do, when I did do insulin a long time ago, uh, my coach at the time had me doing 45 IUs a day on my off days. So I do 15 IUs three times a day. Yeah. Only on my off days. So I don't know if that counts as a cycle, but twice a week, that was what I would do for my insulin. And the other five days I wouldn't do it. And you were eating, were you eating up on those days? Oh, fuck yeah. 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 It was like, he used to have me eating fucking, it was like this oatmeal, dextrose, and honey blended mix, which tasted like. I tell you, you know, you, you know, you're on serious stuff. I learned a little trick, which was adding dextrose to rice. Oh, dude, honey! I started adding honey to my rice. Oh my god! Pineapple to rice as well. Pineapple, rice, and dextrose. When I was with, oh, oh my god, man! When I was with Honey, we used to do. I would grill the pineapple, like I would saute the chicken and yeah. the pineapple together, and put it over rice. Holy fuck! Yeah. But I found with rice, if you do a little bit of salt and a, like a tablespoon of honey, yeah, holy fuck, man, rice is, is the, amazing. Is this the scientific salt with sweet? You can get more carbs in. <laughs> do you remember that, that was you. You said if you eat a salty food first, you can eat more sugar. Oh, more. yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> that's not why. I, just I was like, that. I'm not making this up. You said this. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I did say that, but that's true. I found, it's a thing. I found this the other day. You're talking about mixing things with rice. I know this isn't the same. But I found if you have jasmine rice and a little bit of olive oil, it has that same taste as like a jacket potato 
which is a baked potato with like a little bit of butter. So it's really nice. <laughs> that it cream. Kind of, yeah, it like hits the same spot. A creamy, buttery. Yeah. I miss that. I do miss that. Nice, man. It's nice. Cause you know what, my meals... Go on, Ben. I sorry, like, one, of my meals a day has 10... sorry, one, one of my meals a day has like 10 grams of olive oil in the rice. Yeah. It's just beautiful. It's like the best yeah. meal. You know, after I did my first show, I got off stage and had a canteen. And it was my first show was in April. So all of the girls had like uh, their Easter hampers, like the cookies and Easter eggs. I was craving a jacket potato with tuna mayonnaise on it. So good. I had this so like. Good. Oh. I used to have carb-free feed days during when I prepped with Nathan Harmon. And we would, I would literally be able to go out and have anything he said that was just high carb. So I'd have like jacket potato with tuna. I'd have yeah. pasta and bolognese. Like literally the day was like kind of free, but it was all yeah. really high carb, low fat protein days. And they were great. So I'd just go out and eat all these like really delicious meals like that. That's what I did with um, Skip. I used to skip load on a Sunday. It'd be anything yeah. goes. Eat as much as you want for 12 hours straight. Nice. Love That's what I did uh, British with you. Do you guys think the longer we diet, the more we're going to talk about food? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's like the whole podcast. Is gonna bodybuilding, bodybuilding and cake is what it's changed to. <laughs> we're like two weeks in and we're talking like this already. Um, people want to be roasted. I don't know if we're going to do that anymore. Uh, if you could win nine Mr. Olympia titles but die at the age of 50, would you? You haven't got long enough, Ford. He does. Yeah, I'm 49. If I win every year from now on, I'm good. Oh, really? Sorry, yeah. I thought you were. <laughs> no, I'm not 40 fucking eight or anything, asshole. Um, no, I don't want to die at 50. No, I don't want to make. Listen, I only want one Olympia title if ever I could get one. I'll do an Eddie Hall. I think I think Luke had the right mindset towards bodybuilding, like the whole Eddie Hall approach. Yeah, win, win that shit, fuck off, and make some money doing some other shit. I don't think he actually would have done that though. I don't know, but but you know, that, I, I'd like to think that's what we'd do. <laughs> I, uh, you know, it's funny when I started bodybuilding, I never had any aspirations to win an Olympia. I never once, it never even once crossed my mind. At one point I thought maybe I could win an Arnold if I really capitalized on my potential. Arnold's the one, Arnold's the one that like me, like I know it sounds weird, but mere mortals can dream. Yeah. I think think it's more if, even though it's still, you know, the second best show in the world, it seemed within grasp. If yeah. I could just capitalize on my potential. Definitely. Well, partly because Mr. Olympia already does it, right? Is that partly because like already Yeah, he doesn't do it once, that often. Yeah. He's like, yeah. no, I'm once he once he becomes Mr. Olympia, he sits out. But it's not only that, I always felt like the Arnold judging was a little bit more fair, like it changed hands more. It wasn't always the same fucking person. The the Olympia has a specific look. Like I said this um earlier, Ben. Someone was talking about Sasan. Mm. And I was saying how Sasan's physique is one of them physiques that kind of mirrors someone like Heath, where it could, you can see it on top of the throne. You can't take a guy like us and throw us in there and put us at the top of Mr. Olympia. I don't, I don't know if Sass has the size though, because no, 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 Mr. Olympia is usually the biggest if guy. Did. If 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 Sass had the a big a bigger guy, sorry. If Sass had, if Sass had another twelve pounds of lean tissue on that that shape, I can see his physique being in my opinion, the shape that would win an Olympia state. I don't disagree necessarily. I just think that's always why, like, Dorian beat Sean Ray. I think mm. that's why Brandon Curry beat uh, Bonac. I just feel yeah. like, even though I think Sass is an amazing physique, yeah. probably one of the, like, best physiques I've ever seen. Yeah. I just don't know if – I've never seen a shorter guy win the Olympia. But, but how much did – Heath won the Olympia, like, 240, yeah? And 
Yeah, but it like, doesn't count though. That doesn't count. I've stood. That's, that's, about, about, so that's that? about the same height as Phil, by the way. Yeah, that's, that's about, the same height. As Phil. Is he? Yeah. Oh, I thought he was shorter, like five oh, six, man. five five. And he's two thirty two roughly on stage. So if you gave him that eight to ten pounds, I had imagine. no idea. I'm sorry, I didn't know he was like a five nine, five ten. Yeah, no, yeah, he's about five eight. He's about five seven, five eight. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a really impressive physique, man. I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with you. I, I just feel like you have to have that mix of bubbly muscle, separation, and good skin to win the Mr. Olympia. Well, fresh lines is what it is. It's yeah, like really, it's like line. a really fresh look, right? Whereas the Arnold, you can kind of get away with not being so fresh. Like you can be a branch, come in and just fucking show people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. Um, if someone's trying to gain mass, should the should the train in the morning should they train in the morning or in the afternoon as long as you're eating enough it doesn't really fucking matter does it no, when do you train that. best i don't think yeah that's what i think if you train you better f- in the afternoon training afternoon when you can, feel can we just ask like on the back of that question can we just sort of say for yourselves what you like doing do you prefer to train at a specific time it's funny for me it's changed when i was younger and i had this really stupid mindset that i needed i always felt like i needed four meals i am like i yeah. gotta have three or four meals because i want to be really full when i go train and now if I do that, I'll just fucking pass out. Like I'll get too tired. I get too tired. Get to the gym. You know, yeah. um, didn't uh, Jay train after his first meal? I think so. But I thought Jay trained late at night too, no? I think he did both. I think he, um, there was periods where he did split his training. If you watch, he did split his training for a little while. I wonder if he did that because people would hound him in the gym. Yeah, probably. I think but early I mean, on, I think yeah. early on he was a morning trainer. But I think like imagine being Jay Cutler and going to the gym. Like you probably have to go at like midnight. When there's no one there. Yeah, I imagine. Uh, now I'm good after one or two meals. Two meals for me is ideal. Like I have two meals I like and then two. I go. Yeah. I, like I like two. I like two because they say the third one I'm starting to blow out and I'm like, yeah. 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 Um, When it comes to dealing with depression, anger, and anxiety while on a cycle or just coming off, how do you guys manage it? I don't know, but I'm glad he's brought up that question because I say this. I've done, I've done a lot of talks lately on, on podcasts about people identifying that on cycle, it does affect your mood. And I just, it's not, it's nice to hear people honestly say that. Um, I don't know what the answers are to that because the, the main thing is he identifies it. Where you go from there is obviously dependent, but he's obviously got to reach out to somebody and speak to a professional because that's what professionals are for, man. Um, even I, when you're coming I, off. I think like you said, the acknowledgement is huge for one. Yes. Because that's something that we all, I just go, no, I'm fine. What are you talking about? I'm fine. Yeah. I, f- I can feel it. I feel it like the week I'm, after I start. Yeah. yeah. I'm vocalizing it with Denise and with you, Fouad, as I even yeah. said. Like, yeah. like the other day she asked, and I'm like, look, I don't want to do that. She's like, why? I'm like, well, if we, she was asking about going to a maternity class thing, like a, a parent thing. I went, is it mandatory? And she was like, I don't think so. I'm like, I don't want to do it because I'm going to go in a bad mood. I'm going to yeah. go pissed off with the wrong attitude and will argue. And I don't want to argue with you. And yeah. I said, I, I know that's wrong, but I can't change that right now. I'm trying to achieve this right here. Yeah. Unless it's manager. And I know that's selfish of me, but when I asked you, can I do a show that this was part of the equation? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, the I know emotional side of it is part of it. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to be an arsehole. I'm going to recognize I'm being an arsehole and be like, I'm going to, then be angry at myself for being yeah. an asshole. Yeah. Then I'm going to take it out on you on the way home because I'm going to say to you, hey, I fucking told you so. That's right. And I went, can we just avoid it? And I'm, we stay here and we have a good relationship instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That's the smart thing. You're picking your battles. You know your battles before you walk into them and you're avoiding 
situations of um, of further conflict. And yeah. that's that's half the battle. If you can understand that you're going to be more volatile, because it's unavoidable. I don't care what it says. When you're on cycle, when you're preparing for something that means something to you, mm. there is going to be a certain amount of angst and there's going to be a certain amount of, um, um, you know, like you say, anxiety and, and kind of... Uh, I wouldn't say the depression part's necessarily present in everyone, but it's great that they've mentioned that. But the anxiety especially is going to be very present. And, and identifying it and knowing that it's going to be present. I don't, sorry, key. go ahead. Sorry, James, go ahead. No, go on. That's all I was going to say. I'm just trying I, to um, Like you guys said, I think it's important to acknowledge it. I don't think talking to somebody is going to necessarily – I mean, you should talk to somebody. But if it's affecting you greatly, you just shouldn't be on. Yeah. Like there's a certain there's level that. There's a certain level that is acceptable. Like – Yeah whether you're dieting like it's funny luke used to always say like i don't feel different i don't feel any different and i'm like i feel different like immediately whether i'm in the off season or dieting there's a different it's like i'm a little bit edgier a little bit more aggressive a little bit more whatever mm. and uh i think you need to know yourself and go okay i'm really fucking depressed like i can't get out of bed in the morning if you're like that you just shouldn't be on you shouldn't yeah. be, it's not for you. It's not for you. Yeah. I, I'll tell you what, one of the, because I was in the camp where I'm fine. This stuff doesn't, it just makes me feel good. I was in that camp for a long time. Coming off completely for an extended period of time, like six, seven, eight months, yep. showed me the difference in how I am as a person. This works. Yeah. yeah. Versus, and so, because my normal was being on, right? So yeah, I'm like, yeah. no, I feel, I always feel like this. This is normal. I feel fine. It's only when I diet. It's like, no, because I'm always on, even in the off season. So yeah, okay, in the diet phase, I'm just hungrier. There's no fucking difference. My brain chemistry, we're influencing our hormones and our brain chemistry. There is no two fucking ways about it. Yeah. I think, um, like, for example, in my my 20s, my anxiety was out of control. And my anxiety was bad to begin with. And when I started doing anabolics at 20, I noticed my anxiety got worse. And then it got worse the more I took. Like when I got 25 and I was getting better, I would start taking a little bit more gear. My anxiety was just insane. But it, it, wasn't, a, it wasn't hurting me. It was just like I could I was trying to manage it by learning about it, right? Like I would do a lot of yeah, reading yeah, and figure out, figure out why I was happening and why, what to do about it and solutions. Yeah. But I think depression is a different thing. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think that's deeper rooted. Yeah, deeper rooted. I, th- I think if you're anxious, it's something. And, and anxiety also is a couple things. Like my anxiety was social, so I was like, I could avoid it by just not going out as much. Yes, yes. But if your well, anxiety, yeah. But some people's anxiety is like they feel like they're gonna have a heart attack. They feel like they're gonna die. They feel like if you're if you start taking gear and you start feeling things that are out of control or your depression is through the roof talking to somebody is not the first answer. The first answer is go off and figure it out and then go talk to somebody. It's just, you know, I just, you you, you will be more receptive to that person off as well. Right. Oh yeah. hundred (laughs) percent. The the funny thing is Ben, you mentioning how different you are when you're off. Like it's been a long time since I've been there, but when I was off, off last, I remember feeling great after a few months, like feeling like I was reborn. Yeah. And it was actually quite hard to get back into bodybuilding. Yeah. Yeah. Was that your Kilimanjaro break? Yeah. Mm. I was like, I actually like the man I've become. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, yeah. I, it's the exact same sentiment when I tore my tricep. Because I went off for, I was on a low dose of TRT. It was like, I don't know, 200 milligrams or something like that, which is low for me anyway. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for, I did that for like seven or eight months. Yeah. 
And I was like, wow, I'm actually like a nice person. And I didn't realize I was a nice person because I've been <laughs> on for fucking 20 years. Yeah. Plus, how much afford? I bet that's a period of time when you managed to get a lot of your shit together. Well, I mean, this started the podcast. It started the business. I'm like, I was nicer to my wife. I'm like, do you know I, what? I, the way I can describe it for me, I was content. Yes. Like, yeah. In with myself. With yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just the night and day. I'd go to bed and I'd just go, <sighs> like, I just, that yeah. feeling was. You know, you know, it's crazy. Somebody asked me like if I like if I like steroids, and I was like, <laughs> I absolutely love them for one hour a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love them when I'm in the gym. I hate them for the other 23 hours. Like they absolutely do nothing for me in the other 23 hours of the day. They're only beneficial for that one fucking hour when I'm in the gym. That's the only time I, if I could just turn it off and on for that one hour, that's when I would, that's what I would do. Is that, does that, is that something then do you think that bodybuilders, it's just a personal question. Do you think bodybuilders should get credit for their management of this? Like, because people don't realize that, they are taking something that they know affects how they feel, yet they're managing it and becoming good at something, despite the fact that it does have um, a detrimental effect on them personally sometimes. I don't know. That's like an Is alcoholic. That that's like an alcoholic carrying so on. I'm, no, I'm wondering. Like, it makes what sense. Is- like when you say that, like when we have these discussions, I feel like a complete moron. I'm like, how could somebody look at me and go, hey, I'm going to give you something that's going to make you feel like complete shit. And it's going to fuck your life up and you're going to make really bad decisions and you're going to be really impulsive and your anxiety is going to go through the roof. Here you go. And I'm like, Hey, great. And I yeah. start fucking putting it in my body. Right. Yeah. yeah it doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. It does make sense because it's the bodybuilder mentality is the end result is the only goal. And no matter how, what it takes to get there, the suffering, like we suck, dieting sucks. Cardio sucks. Training sucks. It hurts. It physically, there is pain, right? Yeah. We'll get injured. We'll put our, like it's all with a but those view. aren't those aren't the same though those aren't the it, same because they're not because cha- doing doing because it's that, achieving the end result i know but doing stuff that hurts like like training hard or doing cardio or starving that's not changing your brain chemistry yeah it's making no, no, that's I, that's actually probably making you a better person yeah no no what i'm right? saying is we're happy to do whatever it takes to achieve that final look it's on, true on it's one day it's true but if you step out of oh it's madness it's not going to change anything i'm doing i don't give a shit i'm just saying if you step out of what we're doing and look from someone else's perspective and you look at how you behave and how your life is and then go wow i've endured all that and yeah it gave me a lot of benefit gave me a life but at the same time how what what how could have my life been different if i didn't do all those things to my head but have you only done those things because you always had belief all along that on the back end of that, you'll have something to walk away with? Because I've always done this because I believe after all of this would have been for something. So it's that whole, you know, like your sacrifice without regret. In a sense, for me, I feel like 30 years of my life will be spent doing something that's almost monotonous and almost like fucking slavery to myself. Yeah. Yet on the back end of it will grant me a massive freedom. Um, yeah, financially and, uh, I don't know if emotionally is the right word, but like, Mm. yeah, you, you, yeah, there's a lot. I'm look, I'm not, okay. I'm taking a, I'm taking one side of it. So obviously the other side is I've created a good life for myself and I fucking battled through a million different things and got through them, which creates 
a lot of strength in yourself that you never even knew you had. Yeah. All I'm saying is the only benefit to the fucking gear is that one hour. Everything else, it, your entire perception changes. And I don't think bodybuilders should get credit. I think yeah, that's what like, I wanted to know. That's why I wanted to ask straight to the point. I don't know if a bodybuilder should get credit for managing their, their behavior. I think it almost feels stupid in a sense for being like, yeah, you're going to fuck up your entire brain chemistry. Here you go. And I'm like, oh, perfect. Thing is, as well, many bodybuilders obviously don't talk on the subject because they're in positions of like extreme popularity and it would be kind of silly for them to talk. But I'm going to throw a name out there. Yeah, he, ne he never has to admit he takes anything. But let's say Flex, for example. He does an exceptional job for managing the outward looking in Mm. Um, expectations of himself and you wouldn't be able to look at him and think that he feels these ways that we do right now but I'm sure he does but that's, which is very interesting but that's by choice see look of course of course this is the benefit of the podcast right the whole point yeah. of this podcast is so people can hear us talk about shit like this definitely, definitely flex flex for example is the type of bodybuilder that paints the perfect photo paints the yes. perfect picture and it's good for him because it's good for business of course yeah but I've chosen and whoever comes on this podcast is usually chosen to say, you know what, this is the real photo. Yeah. Right. And I'm sure flex has these same feelings. I'm sure flex has his own anxieties. I'm sure flex has his own, yeah. but he's not going to show you that. And some people like that. That's their marketing strategy. Of course. Right. I, I personally like the, I feel like what we're doing is teaching people coming up. Look, it's an amazing thing to do. You can become a, a, a you can learn a lot about yourself. But these are yeah. some of the things that you're going to endure along the way. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I think that. that's more beneficial and more powerful than painting this perfect fucking painting. I do. I think it's a very, I think it's a very selfless thing. And that's why I respect you and I respect Ben because we could be criticized by some, but yeah. by the many, by the many, they will appreciate what has been said. But we are, criti I'm criticized by some all the time. See, when I say things on the podcast, right, you leave yourself vulnerable. Of and those internet the fuck yeah and those internet trolls they take your commentary and they fucking use it against you yeah like that comment i made to patrick tour about needing to have a cheat meal once a week yeah you know, many, bend it. <laughs> you know how many times that's been thrown at me since i said oh, it? probably every day since yeah and i'm like i throw at him every day as well i'm like hey pussy <laughs> what <laughs> You're thick, if you're thick-skinned, then nothing fucking matters. Well, no, it's not about thick-skinned. The, the point I was trying to make is, I'm going to tell you the truth. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to tell you that... I want a cheat meal. Most, bo yeah, most bodybuilders, most bodybuilders, I don't give a fuck what anybody says, most bodybuilders can get away with having a cheat meal Yes. You know, two, three, four times in a prep, and it's not going to hurt them. Yeah. And honestly, if my missus wasn't a celiac, I guarantee I'd probably be asking the same. Yeah. It's yeah. only because she has difficulty eating out anyway that I'm not fussed. Yeah. But if she was able to eat out every weekend, I'd carry more guilt and I'd probably say the same. I, uh, going back to the, like, speaking open and painting the real picture, I yeah. feel a responsibility. Because I've made some dumb decisions, right? I've been, I've been that young kid. We all have. We've all been there with, and we didn't really know who to ask, who to talk to. And times have changed and platforms are available now that weren't. Yep. And yep. I just think, hey, fuck it. Like if we can just, and it's like that, it's going to sound corny. If I can help one person, fuck, oh, if I can help no, one fucking person, one person that goes, oh, I didn't know. I, I thought I was alone or that I was thinking the same thing, but no one else, my buddies down the gym 
they always act tough and like mm-hmm. fuck shit. No man, you it's great because Ford. Believe me now, my generation didn't have people telling us the truth, and you're the first no. man. You're you're one of the first people to do that, and I'm happy that we can come on here and share for yeah. the, the people that are coming up, because I could never have messaged a pro bodybuilder and asked them what they do. They would never said. Yeah, they would have no, never I, said. It's funny you said that, uh, Ben, because when Luke passed, I was like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. <laughs> and one of the reasons, one of the main reasons I did it, started kept this show going was because of all the fucking DMs I was getting. Yeah. And a lot of them were like, sorries, but a lot of them were like, sorry, but you have no idea how much you've helped. Mm-hmm. Thank yous at the same so, time. Many yeah. thank you. Yeah. So I'm like, you- if this is helping people, then, you know, we're having a good time doing it. We might as well help people at the same time. You know what I mean? Definitely. I so, agree. Anyway. I like these kind of, con- these conversations stimulate me massively and I can go to bed at night days like this and feel like i've had a very successful day because we've discussed things that are a little bit deeper than ourselves yeah it's better than fart questions yeah. this is why people go to therapy seriously this is this is our therapy <laughs> <laughs> uh i actually this is a curious one for me this is probably i know what patrick tour would say to this but what are your thoughts on drinking crystal light during your contest prep i haven't even asked patrick about sugar-free drinks or any of that shit do you, do you drink them or no I have the odd iron brew. The odd iron brew. What's an iron brew? Fuck. Uh, iron brew is a Scottish. It's a Scottish. It's a Scottish fizzy drink. It's really nice. And it's calorie free. Calorie free. Yeah. And Ben, you know that we've got one coming. We've got a a, a, U, um, a UK total war coming. Are they doing an iron brew one? Are they? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hey, I didn't know it was confirmed. That's cool. Yeah, um, really confirmed. So it's great. <laughs> it's like I see what it's similar to, but it's not as good as. Oh, not as good. No, I'm saying that the. Iron Brew is, oh. so if you understand, it's like Fanta, but, okay. like, good, but like good Fanta. Okay. <laughs> how, how is it like Fanta though? It's like an orangey... Fanta's orange. I don't know what Iron Brew is. Iron Brew is like fucking... It is orangey. I don't know. It's, it's the closest thing I could relate it to. <laughs> okay, it's anyway, it's can, can we go back? Because this is actually important to me too, because I wonder about this a lot. You do a little bit, you do a little bit, James, you do a little bit of sugar-free Iron Brew. Oh, I how have often, probably how one, often? yeah. I have probably a can every other day. Okay, what I about you, Ben? I, I can't do fizzy drinks any time of year. Yeah, I know, I, but do you do like a sugar-free Kool-Aid or Crystal Light or anything like that? No. Okay, I drink that shit like every <laughs> every ounce of water that goes in my fucking mouth has that. sugar-free Kool-Aid in it. Really? Yeah. That's like, just a very, that's a very like your side of the pond thing to do. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It's not a British thing. We don't... The British bodybuilders drink distilled water, like. Do you know wait, what I mean? wait, 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 wait. That's yeah. old school. You, you clarified it's British bodybuilders, British bikini, and they're big on their. Yeah, but they're gimmicky, Borden, aren't they? They jump on all the shit. Borden's Farms. Bollocks. Are you saying I'm gimmicky? Is that <laughs> no, but you set a trend, and then they think they're doing a trend because they see what you do. I just, you know what? I got used and to Dusty it. Dusty does it, right? Dusty chucks fucking sweetener on his like steak and rice. I've yeah. eased up. I've eased up on the sweetener, but. It's worse because I drink so much of that sugar-free Kool-Aid and stuff. It's like it is nice though. Oh man, it's it makes dieting a thousand times easier. I love the crystal, um, crystal light, the pomegranate one. No, they yeah. There's a lot of them that taste good. See, the thing is this though. I think the problem is if you start making it too condensed. Like I don't put that much. It's still like yeah, yeah, yeah. watery. You know what I mean? I, I tell you what. Mine, the reason I do it is because it, it tends to mess with my stomach, right? Yeah. That's the real reason I do it. But 
I find that if I do do it, I want them more. Yes, hundred percent. And then I and then my food doesn't satisfy me, and I need a sweet. I need a sugar. See, for yeah. me, I do it because I get hungry, and I'll chug like a liter and a half of water all at once, and I won't be hungry anymore. Yeah. It's, but I can't chug it's that liter. Because what's that? Yeah. No, because I always wondered. Because I'm like Ben. Like if I have this sweet stuff. I find I get hungrier, so I'm wondering if I'm getting a small insulin response. You do. Taste-wise, you will get a slight... Yeah, I feel like the sweetness of the sweeteners is making my body think that... No, I thought that wasn't true, though. I thought that was a myth. I don't know if it is. The body body will start to produce insulin from smell and taste first. Yeah. Because I get hungry if I drink like a, a, a five hundred milliliters of a, sh- of a fizzy drink, like a nice one. F- Ten minutes later, man, I'm going to be like, "Where's my steak and chips?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, let's see here. What? I mean, he's the, fucking Google. Let's see what science. The, he's going for the science. Let's you know see, how, what, the, let's you see know what the Google how, says. You know how you 20%, are twenty percent. Twenty percent. Superlose raises insulin by twenty percent. Okay. You know the fact that you ask James and I questions, and we don't have our backup buddy Google. <laughs> oh no, yeah, he always does. Opinions, <laughs> Ben. Ben, I've got Google here to my right, though. We could fuck him up. But wait a minute, I, I'm asking, I'm showing everybody the answer. So I was wrong. You were right, 20%. Ben. You should be happy that Google is here to help you. Twenty percent. I don't need Google to confirm I'm right over you for that. I mean, <laughs> wait. To be fair, though, twenty percent. Wait, here's another one. How artificial sweeteners affect blood sugar and insulin? Uh, okay, that's fine. Don't accept those cookies. The, the CIA are onto you now. Yeah, they're onto you now, boy. <laughs> they know you everything. What is this? Can somebody say oh. something so there's not dead air while I read this? Right. I, I'm just reading bread, pasta, cake, and sweets right now. <laughs> potatoes again. Potatoes has come up 20 times today. Fucking, <laughs> fucking potatoes. <laughs> Um, if you have potassium, it lowers insulin, apparently. The sweet taste of artificial sweeteners triggers a cep- cephalic, phase, cephalic. cephalic phase insulin release, cause a small rise in insulin levels. Yeah, so small rise. Regular use changes the balance of our gut bacteria. That's why. This could make that. our cells resistant to the insulin we produce, leading to wow. both blood, both increased blood sugar and insulin levels. Wow. So what I'm are you going to do now? Are you going to change things? Imagine how good I would be if I didn't drink sugar-free Kool-Aid. You'll be shredded in two weeks. I'm shredded. Any, I lost fucking what, dude? It's like it's starting to like go. Oh, I was two seventy eight this morning. Enough. DMP works that way, though, doesn't it? No, it does. <laughs> never taken DMP in my life. That's the new middle. You know, I've yeah, never taken. I'm not. not a psycho. Shit, I got fucking two bottles of injectable DMP in the cupboard. I haven't used DMP. Open. You're not fucking. You're not. It's no, hard no, to be shredded. I haven't used. It's there for like. It's there for backup measures. Look, I'm a walking experiment on myself. I'll, and I'll, but if I took it, it's going up in full detail on what I'm doing. So you're, into, never... you're into the cutting drugs then? The cutting drugs, yeah. Well, that <laughs> is. So that is. That is that, uh, see, I know it is. That's right. <laughs> yeah. What drugs can I take in the off season to not get fat? DMP. DMP, yeah. <laughs> but do not do just that. Make sure you tell people that it's going to eat half your muscle too. Yeah. I just want some really good Incrilex. Ah, I wish I could get some incredible. Do you know how much that shit costs here? It's a lot. It's like $1,000 for like 10 days. Yeah. I was talking to Patrick about it. Like we were just discussing it. If I can get my hands on it, he has some. We have it. I know. Well, we know who can get it. Can we yeah. not talk about like 
let's not talk about sourcing on the fucking but but myself and luke managed to source some yeah it's um, very good no i can source some but it's just too expensive it's like it's fuck yeah. man it's Mate, not worth it claim it back on expenses huh you can claim it back on expenses <laughs> <laughs> on, my, on my taxes <laughs> yeah igf <laughs> i turned into a fucking water baby on it did you really yeah I gained 10 pounds in about three days. Like, you, know, oh I, you know, I only did real IGF once in my career. I think it was like 2008. Mm. I did it for like two or three weeks and I, I caught a cold or something like that and I got sick. But it was fucking amazing. It was amazing. But now I can't yeah. find it. And yeah. plus, isn't it like way more dangerous too? Now, there's that thing about it proliferating cancer cells, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty dangerous if it does do that. But he said that. But what, James? You're okay yeah. with that? We'll see. Yeah, no, no, I agree. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll find out. I'll let you know. <laughs> well, well, I don't want it to do that, but... You're going to take the chance. Uh, would you we rather... take chances. Would you rather have to piss once every hour of the day, including nighttime, or have to shit every two hours of the day, including night? That's like my regular day anyway. I have to piss... Every day, every hour, yeah. anyway. Like, it's not really literally good one. all night. Well, At the beginning you? of a relationship, the question it... comes down to what? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I say the answer depends. What do you prefer? Do you prefer pooing or pissing? Oh, I'd rather piss. Man. I don't no, right now, ever. right now, I don't know. I could do is freeing up some room down there, dude. I don't want to shit every two hours. That's twelve shits a day. Think how many folds that is. Think <laughs> Think how small your stomach could be as well. Okay, I have to make a I have to make a confession because this guy went in hard on me last week because he's like, "You're an idiot. You don't fold." So I said, "How do you know I don't fold?" And he says, "You said so on the podcast." I said, "Do you think everything I say on the podcast is exactly how I feel?" He goes, "Oh, you're just fucking doing it because you're joking around." I'm like, "Yeah, I am." What do you think I do on the podcast? So I was playing devil's advocate. And I fold, and he doesn't believe me. So I'd just like to make it known that I am also team fold, but I was fucking with you and Ian last week to make the conversation go longer. Oh, I thought you, do you know what I thought you were going to say? You were like, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to send him a picture. So I took a picture. <laughs> no. I was like, oh, you, fuck, you fucking called him out. You called his bluff big time. Take a, take a picture of my fold. <laughs> send it to we, him. We, do need to, we do need to confirm this, though. It is a proven fact. Doctors suggest that you do check what is on the tissue. Well, you have to if you're going to fold. Well, no, no, you just have to because of health. No, I know, but I mean, you're going to anyway because you're going to fold, you right? If you don't check, how do you know when to stop? That's right. When do you know when you're clean? Hey, so you, do you hate it when you get... Go ahead. Do you hate it when you get the ones where you wipe and it's still just as fucking wet as the first one? It's like over and over, like 10 like, times later. It's still, it's still as busy. Because there's still shit in there. You're not done. And you're just wiping it all out. That's why those, those yeah. the flushable wet wipes are the, are the best things I've ever bought. Why don't, why don't, can do I that. ask you guys a question? So in the Middle East, everybody has a bidet. And I feel like people make fun of people with bidets, but it's what the fuck could be cleaner than a bidet? I tell you what, a lot of people are insecure about that because they get a little twitch when they use a bidet and they, they get insecure. And don't oh, like, you mean somebody might get a boner while they're sitting on like, there? We, we, all, we all get a little twitch, but some people are not, are not comfortable admitting it. Well, it's the most Japan, erogenous zone in the body. There's nothing wrong with getting a little fucking... In Japan, every toilet, every toilet in Japan has the jet that aims yeah. up like this. Yeah. It's great. 
but I don't understand. Like Americans make fun of people with bidets or North Americans, I should say, make fun of people that use bidets. But I'm like, you wiped your ass with a piece of paper and left it just basically smeared it all over the place. And you think that's cleaner than fucking sitting on a fucking jet of water. That's literally washing a, your ass. A miniature also bath. Yeah. It's like- <laughs> Love it. Love but bath. I'm just saying like, wouldn't it be better if everybody had a bidet? Like everybody's sure, asking I'm going to get one installed. I'm going to have a conversation about getting one in the house. Cause okay, good. So I'm not, cra- I'm not crazy for thinking this, right? I'd happily have one. What about I mean, you, James? Might, what do you think? Might spend a little, might spend a little too long on there, but <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I think it's great. I think you should. Have, everyone should have a bidet. And I think it's just jealousy for those who. It's jealousy that, that when people get angry about it. Well, people they don't have to be there. People think it's gross. It is. They're like you have to wash and then you have to dry it and then what do you do with the they dry don't, towel? They don't. They don't. But no, what do you do with the, What do you gross. do with the dry they... towel? So you sit down, you press What's the button, doing? and it washes your asshole, right? Then you got to dry your butt off. Yeah. What do you do with the dry towel? The same thing that you do with your shower towel, bath towel at the end of the day when you you hang up to dry. No, <laughs> I don't think it's the same, man. <laughs> Wait, so you, hang on. If you have a shower, you don't wash your bollocks and your ass. Yeah, I do. And then but... you dry your bollocks and your ass with a towel. So what do you do with that towel? Why is it not the same? I don't know. It doesn't feel the same. I feel like you'd have In to use Japan, a fresh... I feel like you'd have to use a fresh face cloth for each drying. I mean, it'd be a stack would, of face cloths. Say, I wouldn't use a fucking face cloth. Well, I mean, like you know, something that <laughs> I'm just saying, something that big. I'm just, <laughs> just grab, just grab the wife's face cloth and dry Again, it off. Bigger love. Fucking enjoy going that. back to Japan, boys. Going yeah. back to Japan, they actually blow hot air up your bum hole to to dry it out. That's it's great. Right. They have a blow dryer okay. on that and too. You, this is why you like going to Japan. I love Japan. <laughs> I love it. Honestly, I would move there tomorrow. Why do you love Japan so much? Because they blow air. Up Other than up. the hot air on your butt. Because it's the people just don't like. You can walk down the street with millions of people, and no one bumps into you. They're so polite. Yeah, it's crazy. Huh. And they have a really fast train. <laughs> At the beginning of a relationship, does it bother you more if your lady farts in front of you, or if you fart in front of her? Can I tell you something crazy? I've never heard my wife fart. Never fight. Never have. Never will. James has something totally going on over there. It's totally different. Like <laughs> her farts every ten minutes. Honestly, really? she she's got celiacs though. She's got celiacs. She's allowed. Yeah, yeah but she hasn't different. eaten no gluten. She hasn't eaten no gluten. She's got no excuse. I would blame it on gluten all the time. Like, Sorry, I ate a biscuit again. She's I'm just farting for the. She's farting for the hell of it. She just farts and laughs. That's all she does. Does it bother you? It doesn't bother me at all because I think it's quite cute. Does it, when, how long did it take her to fart the first time? Um, not long, not long at all. Did you, how long did it take you to fart in front of her? Uh, I probably shit in front of her in about four weeks. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, you just left the door open, sat there, took a shit? Yeah, because I like to continue conversations when I'm. Oh my God, me and Luke, me and Luke had this conversation and Luke was like, we're on the same page. He's like, when I shit, I fucking lock the door and I sit there, uh-huh. I want my own privacy. I've got a toilet downstairs here attached to my living room, like a spare toilet downstairs. And I like to have my door open and talk to Yannick. Yeah, and I talk to oh. her, I chat. No. Like Yannick is from like the woods in Norway, so they shit in. We do, we shit in a shed there. We shit in a shed. It's really good. But that's a different cold cheese. Okay, Ben, what about you? Are you talking while shitting? Am I fucking? I'll turn the tap on and all yeah. like. 
What about what about farting? What about farting, Helen? No, I mean I don't know either. She's hurt. The only time she's hurt me is when I'm asleep and I can't help it, and that's a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Other than that, no. I don't. I, no girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, my wife has ever heard me fart. I don't. I'm positive. Yeah, my wife hasn't. Like, I probably heard me a few times. What? Sound like those fucking pussies that when they're getting with a girl for the first time, they have to hold in a piss and hold in a shit until they leave and go home. Yeah, that's what I do. Fuck that. Like, what if you need a shit at their house? I'd walk out the door and I would fart for like 45 seconds. Yeah, but what if you need a shit? I would leave. No, when we first started dating, and she would, because actually, we, she lived far away. So she would drive three hours and come stay at my house for like four days. But yeah. I had a, I, I literally put a stereo in the bathroom. Because <laughs> I lived, because I lived in a one bedroom condo. So the bathroom was like, same thing. It was attached to the living room. Yeah, yeah. So I would go in the bathroom and she, like, she knew what was going on, but I would rather she knew and I had the radio turned up. Right. Than her hearing me fucking. Yeah, you know what's going on. You don't, you don't need to draw attention to it any more yeah. than, I hey, turn, I'm having a shit. I turn the radio up and then I just do my shit. It's general radio, no particular subject, no particular genre. What are you taking a shit to? <laughs> it might be like a, a, like a Ramstein, like a shit song yeah. where you turn it up. <laughs> I'd have to have some like easy, smooth, some smooth beats. No, on. you want something loud so that you can fucking let them rip and not worry about it. Cocktail music, like uh, beach, I beach, I beach can't sexual believe beach James, music. You, James, you never fucking amaze, shock me anymore. I just expect it from you now. Wait I kind till of I come expect stay at your you house. Like what? Wait till I come and stay at your house. <laughs> <laughs> you have I'm your own bed. bathroom. You have your own bathroom upstairs. Don't yeah, worry. man. Put me in an outhouse. <laughs> Uh, let's do a few more. Let's see. What would you say contributes to deep cuts in muscle separation that some athletes bring to the stage? I'm going well, to be honest. I, yeah. I think, I think great, good physiotherapy, good, good stretching and someone who trains full range of motion and actually does concentrate on contractions. And as much as that's going to sound like that's going to sound very bro, I believe it's the. I believe if you contract your quads hard when you do a fucking leg extension, I, I do believe it helps. Didn't you I do a whole rant about bro science? Didn't we? Yeah, you did, and that's why I'm saying it. Like I'm sticking up for you. I think bro things work. But like, oh, yeah, like you said, you uh, said kind of physio, physio for me, physio like getting your legs <laughs> massaged helps a ton with fucking quad separation. I think it's training intensity and that and genetics. Yeah, Brandon Curry, like he does, he trains hard, but he doesn't have quad separation. Yeah, yeah. The same, same with Alex. D, Alex comes big guns diesel, uh, Ben. Yeah, <coughs> trains but hard. It's, it's the same thing with um, like vascularity, right? You get Branch, who's just just Always a vascular. ball of veins, versus say Victor Martinez, who Victor hasn't even got a bicep vein. Yeah, but he's shredded. Yeah, in a different, totally different way. Because Luke was always trying to get more vascular. He had Which didn't help. He didn't need to. You know, like he would try and, yeah, yeah. That's what hurt he him in the beginning. He was like, well, Branch Warren has like crazy veins everywhere. This guy, like Kukla's always, his legs are so fucking vascular. Yeah, it pissed him off. So <laughs> um, can having sex before you work out affect your training? Definitely. Yeah, I think, you know, I mean, I wouldn't worry about it, but yeah, it's probably not going to be the best thing to do. The only session it doesn't affect me is legs. Fuck, really? Yeah, really weird. Like, I can always train legs well, even after. But, like, pressing, like, doing chest or something, I'm deflated after sex. I can't do that shit. But legs is fine. 
That makes no sense. Yeah. No, it, it, it's like the opposite of everything. It makes sense to me. I feel like I, I want the aggression. And I feel like if I just had sex, I'm not aggressive at all. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I want to have a nap then, after I've had sex. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to go to the gym. I've done it, but it's not ideal. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't worry about it if it's here and there. But like, it's not going to hold your gains back. Just make sure it's a really shit shag so that you're pissed off. Well, just do a quick one. So if you, if you have sex and you perform really bad, it doesn't you matter have a if it's quick or not. Once you fucking. It does matter. If you do a two hour fucking session. Nobody fucks for two cool. hours, especially James. <laughs> You'd be lucky to get two minutes for fuck's sake. James already admitted. He's like in and out. That's it. I feel, like, I, I feel like my performance when I was like 18, 19 trumps my performance now. You like my endurance. You fuck for two hours. Yeah, back when I was like 18, 19. Yeah. Straight for two hours. Who are you yeah. kidding? Yeah. A liar. No, I'd hold off and then go again and like stop myself. And I was trying to impress. Now I'm like, she's married me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I've never, I've never fucked for two hours in my life. I, don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want my, to. Most my girls, record. Most sure, girls would be like, uh, I'm in fucking pain. Are you almost done yet? Like, yeah. My record wouldn't even be over five minutes. Really? But does, that include, know, I, does that include like all, all the foreplay? No, that's like no, no. That's they are like I kiss her once and I put it in and we're done. Yeah, yeah. That's because I don't do much foreplay because I'm just that's when it done. What do you mean? But, oh, I'd be like out, like seriously, like my up to like maybe 24, 25, and I start getting heavier. No, I'd be like a fucking CrossFit athlete down there. Okay, wait a minute. You don't do any foreplay at all. Oh. No, I'm talking about just in general. The no, session. I'm talking about James because he's like in and out. Oh, so, James. Just, so you Listen. don't like for, you don't like foreplay at all. I like. I would. I'd rather massage her feet than than do oh, that's right, you, foot that's right, foot thing. I forgot. <laughs> Your foreplay is the foot massage. Yes, so he does that. We're, we're counting that as foreplay. Would you I rather have? A, would, you rather, would you rather have a foot massage or a blowjob? Both at the same time. Well, you massage her feet while she's blowing. You? You, you can do a sixty-nine foot massage. <laughs> But how does she feel about that? I'm just trying to think about how he's going to do that. Is she like, James, you're on the wrong bit, mate. <laughs> yeah. I, I, honestly, I, I don't think, like, I'll ask her, but I don't think she'd mind at all. You'd like some massage. Would, okay, <laughs> this, this might be too much information, but would massaging your feet, massaging her feet while you're getting a blowjob, would that make you finish faster? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's it's like, like, I'm always jealous of people <laughs> who've got these like easy fetishes that can get them off quicker. Because I'm like, <laughs> how easy is that? That's that's amazing. I've I've told you boys like even if I can see them in my peripheral, I'm quick. That's good enough. Yeah. That's so great. if it's, so if she's wearing socks, you're like, yeah. What happened? Yeah. Are socks take like lingerie? No, wait a minute. Are socks like lingerie for you? Socks are not allowed. I take them off. Yeah, that's oh, what I was going to say. I was going like, to say, hey, maybe it accentuates the... She's fucking no, blue, no. Ball, she's blue balls in with socks on. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, if she has so the funny thing is, if we're going to do it, yeah, and she's got a pair of socks on, I have to. I say to her first, I say, socks off. You'll come so, and so here's, here's wait, a minute, question. wait a minute. Because she'd be wearing, like, pants and a top, but she has to have no socks. No socks. You can't wear socks, can you? Yeah. You know she's, what I've got she's there right now? Oh my god! He's coming to the room. Yeah, but I'm just. Do you know what I got? Picture, right, I, here's what I got picture in my head, and when it when it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better cover those things up, otherwise this is gonna yeah. go on. 
doorknob because James is going to go one way. <laughs> but so, she has nice feet. That's crazy to me, man. It's amazing. I can't. So I need to have everything off. And you're like, I don't care if you're fully dressed as long as your shoes are, as long as your shoes and socks are off. Exactly. Dangerous wow. territory if she walks in fully clothed but no socks on. What if, like, so, oh, if she's, so if she's fully naked but she's wearing shoes and socks, it's no good. No. I'll be like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? The only way she can get away with it is if she's wearing like, say like, um, maybe like high heels. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, then it accentuates it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But they, but the heels come off eventually, right? They will. Oh, mate. Oh, yeah. They're gonna come off. <laughs> what about like pantyhose because they're see through? Um. What? 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 Like what? Like pantyhose, like stockings. Like what if she's wearing like stockings? No, 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 no. It's no? Not skin. I need skin, man. I need skin. James, you're the fucking best, man. I swear to God. Skin. All right. Should we end on a high note? We'll end on James's feet foot foot fetish. Damn. Or should we get one more in? Well, I don't know. You said 15. How many fucking questions have we done? We must have done, done 15 12. by now. We've done you didn't even count. You didn't 12? count. I didn't count. 12. I just figured. All it, right. can't, it can't have been 15 because we spent an hour on potassium. <laughs> we did. We spent five minutes on potassium. <laughs> um, okay. If you could choose anywhere in the world to train besides Golds, where would it be and why? Golds isn't good to train at. I want to go to King's. I always like seeing those videos. You train at Kings. It looks so fucking good in there. Listen, it's a shithole, but it's great. But I love the shithole. Like, like I don't if you boys were with me for a week there, you'd, by the end of the week, you would love it because you just I get like, used to it. I like Kings. Kings is good. I, I'm glad you do. That means a lot to me. I like, I like that. I like Metro. My, actually, the fav- my favorite gym I've ever Long trained Metro, Metro Flex Long Beach. Yes. I love that yep. gym. That, yeah. that I, really like, um, I really like um, New Haven. Oh, I like that oh, gym too. I trained there once too. The yeah. Evan. I yeah, just yeah, like really Metroflex like Long Beach because it's a little dirty. They got a lot of deadlift platforms, a lot of squat platforms. They got I like older equipment too. I don't like new stuff. Yeah, same. Yeah, that's no no. I trained there because my uh, Denise did the Long Beach last whatever show that was. Yeah, she did another one last November, and I went and trained in there. It's a that, great gym, that, right? Yeah, and they got some they got some serious powerlifters in there. Like yeah, female it's like, uh, I just like the atmosphere too. They have like flags hanging from the rafters and shit. Like if I built a gym, it would look like that. Atmosphere is everything. A hundred percent. Everything, man. That's why I like that that King's gym. It looks cool. I my the, it reminds me of the first gym I ever trained at. Yeah. The first gym I trained at, I trained at for like fifteen years. And yeah. it was a it was an old curling rink. So it was like a big warehouse, like really high ceiling type of thing. Yeah. And that's what I think of when I when I see Kings. It looks like you can imagine what it's been like over this 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 coronavirus period, where I've had it all to my fucking self, yeah. and I've been able to just crank the tunes and just do whatever. It's yeah, been amazing. You're yeah. always happy. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Are you gonna you? There's gonna be a little bit of you just like, oh fuck. Someone oh, I'm, I'm upset. Back. I'm upset. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you I don't want own, people. You got your own gym for a little while, and you have to give it yeah. up. I do not want people back in my way. <laughs> yeah. The lighting is good in Kings as well. Very natural light that comes through that uh, the warehouse yeah, roof. Really good shots in there. You can be like, you can be like ten weeks out and look great. Yeah. Um, do you think GH is only needed at the elite level, or can all levels benefit from its use? Fucking hell! I, I I can't talk. I started it young. I don't think it's necessary. If I personally think if you need GH to beat like to do well at your first or second show like a municipal level, I'm like, I don't know, it's kind of overkill for me, man. You should be able to do well at your first show or second show without it. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Well, I used it young just because 
I, if you can afford it, go nuts. I don't care. I but feel like you, you should leave something in the tank, though, as a, as a you kind of ace up your sleeve. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I'm saying is, I just think it's. I think I don't want to use the word overrated because it of there is. I totally work, disagree right? with you and Luke about that. By the way. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Wait, let me finish. All right, I'm sorry. I, I said I don't like the word overrated, but I'm going to use it slightly in this context. But I agree with you in that it is not going to. If you're going to be a pro, you'll be a pro anyway. GH doesn't didn't take someone from being never becoming a pro to becoming a pro, right? Okay, maybe. Come I don't on. think it's a. I don't think it's a game changer. I think it changed my physique pretty dramatically from like 09, 10, uh, 09 and 10 to 11 it was a pr- pretty big change. Um, I what think was Ian's, I just, Ian's, Ian said it's great, didn't he? Ian agreed that it was, I think it was us saying that. Ian maybe. thought it was actually really good. I don't remember. I, I do think it's good. So that's why I said I want to use the word overrated. That doesn't mean I don't think it's good. It means I think it's overrated. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's overrated. You don't? I think you get what you pay for. I think well, if, you ta- if you're taking dog shit underground, you know, hundred hundred dollars a kit. Yeah. Then you're then you're just you know you're injecting fucking salt water. Yeah. But if you're paying for pharmacy grade GH, you're gonna notice a benefit. Put in it my, in my way. opinion. Yeah. Put it this way, I wouldn't not use GH now. No, but I'm you're the both of you are at the level where it's completely justified and warranted yeah, yeah. and and necessary. Yeah, right? but that's why I said like I I would leave that ace up my sleeve for like if I got into the later categories. Right, but I'm also saying that if, say, you're a, a young up and comer and you have a successful business and you can afford to run it. Oh no, I'm not talking about money. I'm saying you should be able to make pretty big jumps in your in your physique yeah. with just a regular with a regular steroid stack, like you know some tests, mm-hmm. EQ. You know, you should be able to make the first year or two, man. I grew like a fucking weed. What I mean, my my difference. I'll give, I'll give you an example. I have a guy. I have, sorry to interrupt. I have a guy. Uh, I know this kid who just started. He made fucking zero progress in the first year with just like regular anabolics. And I'm like, okay, that's a problem. If you are natural and you're in your early 20s or whatever, you're just starting bodybuilding and you get on a stack and nothing happens, that's a, yeah, that's maybe an indicator that's not for you. I've got another question then from a, from a similar theme or point. If you could choose to either go, say you're a beginner and money's not an issue or it all costs the same, whatever, and you could go test, high, high dose test or mid-range low dose test and growth hormone, what would you do? I'm just starting. Well, like you've been a couple of years in, but you're like, you're not using like a gram of test at this point. Because I think... Go ahead, James. I'll answer first. I'll let you answer first, James. I'll go for the, the, the latter, the synergy. I think I think that GH present with testosterone has an amplification effect on both. I agree. Yeah. But I feel like I want to leave an ace in the hole for when my body starts being stubborn. And the point I'm trying to make the point I'm trying to make is in the first five years of my career, and yeah. I'm not saying it's gonna be five years for everybody, but the first five years of my career, I didn't use any GH. Yeah. I yeah. ate like a fucking horse yeah. and I just took regular test, you know, EQ, that kind of stuff, and, and a draw. And I fucking gained five or 10 pounds of muscles, five or 10 pounds of stage weight every year for the first yeah. five years of my career. Mm-hmm. And then when I needed GH, like when I got to like 
2008, nine, and I was in the pro ranks, I was able to make another jump. Yeah. This is something my body never had used before. Yeah. I think my knee jerk reaction when I hear people ask growth hormone is I assume they're not doing everything already perfectly. And I'm like, what do, you, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like if you said you did your first five years, the yeah. There are people that haven't done those first five years that haven't nailed it and maximized and got five to 10 pounds of stage weight consistently yeah, yeah. Yeah. year on year, year on year. They go year one. Oh, I didn't put that much progress. Okay. Oh, those, take growth hormone, do this. And they think it's going to then improve. And I'm like, no, 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 you weren't ticking all the boxes. Yeah. Tick I all the boxes. You. Yeah. Yeah. you ticked all the boxes in the first five years. Yeah. That's allowed you to leave that. Ace but, that's, but that's what I meant by ace in the hole is like, yeah. check everything off. Once all of that stuff runs out, then you're yeah. like, oh, I got this thing for you. Yeah. And you fucking throw it on top and then all of a sudden you shoot past another plateau. Yeah. yeah. So mine, like, mine's, mine's the full gram of tests. I put that in and whew, I'm that's what I was doing when I, when I started. I think, I think my first stack was, my first stack was 500. Oh, we had this discussion, anadrol and test it like no i think my very first stack was just test oh what was james's first ever first ever 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 what my first ever it was just dynabol was what just dynabol oh really i thought you said train i was like no no dynabol i just took uh i think 40 milligram a day for how long uh probably probably about five weeks i think it was and then what and then your next stack you started adding Um, tests and stuff fuck i remember my friend putting a shot of sus in my arm because <laughs> I didn't know where to fucking put it. Yeah. You know, Luke Machetta, my mate, he put it in my bicep and I had to go to work and do removals. I couldn't use my left side. <laughs> Man, the bicep, if you've not done the bicep before, you can get a little tender in there. Hey, I was, I was, I had to do removals and my yeah. right left arm was out of fucking, out of, out of service. Removals, yeah. removals for the North Americans listening is you're getting rid of garbage or were you doing what were no, you doing? No, no. So I was relocating offices in central London. So, oh, so you're moving stuff around, moving furniture yeah, around. Like shit, filing right? cabinets, tables, fucking yeah. galore. And I couldn't even use one side of my body because the fucker decided to put it in my arm. Because he was my, he was my advisor. I thought he knows what to do. Yeah. I let my, I let a friend of mine do my shots once. So I did my very first shot. <clears throat> the second shot I ever did, my friend's like, I'll do it for you, man. It's fine. And I'm like, okay, because I hated doing it. He just fucking goes like, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, forget it. And ever since then, no one's ever, ever, ever done my shots for me. I do all my own shit. Yeah. Hey, so, it's, a, it's a nightmare, isn't it? It's a nightmare. Oh, Justin. I hate it. I fucking hate it, man. What'd you say? Just around, Justin just emailed me my plan. If yeah. you were. And? Four grams. No, 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 no! It's not my cycle. I just wonder whether you were interested or not. Because what, what is it? Huh? What is it? It's he's happy, but he's pulled carbs out the final two meals on the low and the medium day. He's like, you're too fat. <laughs> and he he's like really good change this week. Let's do this, and then we should hold calories here uh, for a while after this. So well, we're good. That's, so you're gonna be even moodier. Awesome. Oh shit! Yeah, but I'll have a, I'll be like here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one more, one more. Um, I'm a father of a newborn baby boy. Remy, congratulations. Sleep is not great and time is even less. I wake up early to lift before work, but don't have the time for a full pre-workout meal. Is it okay to just smash a protein shake and sip on hostile intra-workout to get my needed carbs? 
I swear I didn't. Well, pick, I didn't know I was going to say hostile. I swear to God, I didn't. I swear well, to God, I. I swear to God, I did. It's at the I mean, bottom of the look. It's like at the bottom of the paragraph. I mean, I would have said like, yes, but you got to use a different brand. But. <laughs> <laughs> no. Stick but with the ben, I, I don't know if you're like me. I've always thought, you know, I, if someone's training first thing in the morning, I would just have them start sipping on their intro before they get to the gym. So I just have a. I'd have a nice, you know, gallon jug. With clustered cluster dextrin and fucking amino acids. And I'd probably just have them drink a quarter of it before they get to the gym and resume as they get there. I don't think you have to be fully loaded um, because, again, they would probably have eaten at whatever time the night before. They're still going to have some fucking food. I would, I'd, make sure the, I'd make sure the evening meal was, pretty, was a pretty... Yeah, I wouldn't go, like, carb-free. Yeah. I'd give them, like, a bowl of oats and some stuff before yeah. and some fats and then wake That's them up and do the intra-shape on the way yeah. to the gym. Yeah. I would do exactly. two two scoops of the hostile intra R three, four <laughs> like eight scoops of hostile silo nine, and then two, two scoops <laughs> before, two scoops during, two scoops of silo nine after. Set your alarm for two a.m. in the morning. You know and take a hostile serving. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I remember I used to watch um, Cody when he was with um, Evo, yeah. Jen back in the day, and the amount of fucking servings of cell chem he used today. And I, I used to buy that stuff because I thought it's it looked expensive. like good Fuck me. Yeah. Mate, I used to spend about 100 quid a week on, on, on self-care. Because you're drinking like six scoops. You're like, he said I was like, to, if right? Co- Yeah, because Cody had it like four times a day, two scoops yeah. each time yeah. or some yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah, but look how good you look now. That was because of self-care. <laughs> lay, lay the foundation, mate. I've been pumping uh, self-care. I need to shut up. I've, can you like dub that out? Like to say like, you know. Okay, last one. <laughs> What motivates you to go and kill it every day, even though you haven't been competing lately? Well, I think that's obviously for me, but what do you guys, what motivates you guys to go kill it every day? Go on, Ben. I don't know. I don't think about anything in particular. I just, just I'm, mine's going to be a wishy-washy answer. I'm just so conditioned to doing this. You just do it. You just yeah. go and. That's not wishy-washy. That's called discipline. And that's what I try and tell these people when they're like, can you motivate me, please? I'm like, there's no... Well, that's what I mean. I, I, don't, I don't have a specific, here's what you need to you do. You know what it is? People are waiting. People want this like euphoric feeling. You know that feeling when you watch like a, a Machiavelli video? Yeah. And you're watching like Branch Warren train. You're like, oh, it feels good. And you get motivated. They want yeah. to feel like that every, every day. day. All the time. And I'm like... That's not real. That's... It's, that doesn't this fucking way. exist. I'll, t- I'll, I'll give you an example of what happened this morning, right? So I've got my hit cardio. And I, so I get up, I have my supplements, I do my apple cider vinegar, and then I sit on the recliner and I look, check my emails, just wait for the caffeine things to hit in. And I'm like sitting there, I'm talking to Denise, and I'm like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Like, I just, I've done my checking pictures and I sent them. I'm like, I've done nine of the 10 sessions this week. Like, what's, I was like, well, and I was supposed to do five of them at 20 minutes and five at 12 minutes, yeah. right? Yeah. And the 12 minute ones are supposed to be post-workout and all the morning ones. And I'm like, the way it works out today is a rest day, but I've done all five of the 20s. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, well, I said, I could just do the 12 minute one because that's the 10th session. Yeah. And I was like, fuck it, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to, because I couldn't get myself. Yeah. I got on the bike, I got to 10 minutes, and Denise came out to the back porch and she was like, oh, you need done. I was like, no, fuck off, I'm doing 20. Go away. You <laughs> just have to the start you just have to do in it yeah it's but it's never easy right it hurts for all of us it, we yeah. all have to have that ah uh, i of course i want to stay in fucking bed of course i don't want to go do cardio of course yeah. i want to it's crazy i don't know why people think we're any different i wake up in the morning i check my phone 
oh, it's 7 a.m. Got to get up and do cardio. There's definitely half of my body that's like, ah, I could use another hour or two of sleep. Yeah, I just yeah. get up anyway. It's like, I don't know what the fuck this whole motivation thing is about. It's not, it's. James, Bale, right. I like how Anf Bells is one of the realest bodybuilders I know. And he's like always been the person to say motivation disappears, discipline remains. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's all it is. Like I've said it many times. Fuck, that's all it is. Like you just do it because you know that doing it is the only way to get it fucking done. Yeah. Like there is no other, there's no science to it. There's no fucking magic. We don't have to just go in the gym and pray and talk before we start. There's none of this fucking hyping ourselves up. I don't even, like, again, it's like when people say they get angry in the gym. It's another thing that I find funny. I don't get fuck all in the gym. I just fucking lift. I do that sometimes. Yeah. But I do it on purpose. I do it on purpose. Have you ever, you know, I don't know if you watch Fighting James, but, um, you know, me and Ben watch UFC. But, you know, there's some athletes. It's not even just UFC. Even if, like, if you look at Michael Jordan or Larry Bird. Yeah, yeah. These guys need to have a nemesis. Hmm. They need to have animosity. They need to create an enemy so they can it charges them up to do more than they normally would yeah i don't i don't have to necessarily pick a person but i always think about something oh you know this i I always think about something like i could have done better at this show or i should have done better at this show or i and it'll spark more i'll get more out of my workout yeah like i don't know i don't think there's anything wrong with that though i'm good when i'm I'm good when i'm happy when i'm i tell you if i'm happy or if i'm in a good place and i'm like feeling good rather than angry if i'm angry i tend to burn up a lot of energy on anger but i think angry is the wrong word for it i'm not angry i'm happy when i'm at the gym but there's an aggressive i have to have an aggressive thought to go further yes yeah yeah Yeah, ben i'm like you like i bet some of you i bet your biggest squats are when you're just pretty fucking chill yeah my my biggest squats are when i'm like look at the bar and i'm excited and i'm happy and i'm smiling i'm like I could be listening to fucking take that or Spice Girls. I don't give a shit. Well, that's like, why I, I did a I did a post when I was squatting the other day, and I put Christina Aguilera on, right? And I was, yeah. like, it doesn't always have to be because everyone got into that whole like, yeah, you have to listen to death metal. I'm like, I get it. I don't, I'm not saying they don't, and I do go it through phases. You. You. Yeah. Sometimes I'm out there on my own, and I put a little Christina Aguilera on, and I get this little happy feeling, hey. and I well, go a little, little bit, of, you know what I mean, a little bit. Of- yeah, that. <laughs> Yeah, and I tell you what, I lift weights and I sometimes I'll pick a weight up and it will feel like nothing in my well, hand. Not, I'll put it on my back and I'll be like, oh, I don't shit. Want you, I don't want you guys to get the wrong idea. It, it's not... No, anger. we know you're not angry. We know anger, you're not. anger would imply uh, a bad mood, right? I'm extremely happy to be there. I am, I'm happy to be in the gym. I purposely create those feelings. Yeah. I just like to feel aggressive and intense when I'm training. I don't... I can't, it's hostile, right? It's like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's like why yeah, it's yeah. called it. You it's need like, to be that way, otherwise your products mean nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, hang on. It's all, a, fa- it's all a facade. <laughs> no, but in all honesty, it's like, I don't, I don't feel like it's fun training if I'm too happy, if that makes sense. I need to feel some type of charge from it. Yeah, but don't you get a charge? I get a charge from putting the weight down and going, fuck me, I just lifted that shit. Yeah. Yeah, well, but I'm not. See, I'm not in there breaking records like you guys. I that don't, might be why. Like, not like, again. This is just on an understand because you're not going in there to like do PBs and PRs. No, but even when I was like, even when I was healthy and I was lifting heavier, I never, you know, my biggest squat is like five and a half plates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't. But that's not like lifting big weights to me is fun. Yeah. But 
I feel like I feel like being a little bit crazy in my own head is more fun. I like I, it's almost like a therapy session for me. I yeah, but then like, again, then again, for what you're telling me, Ben ain't crazy listening to Christine Aguilera squatting six hundred pounds, <laughs> seven hundred pounds. No, like, but I mean, like, it is I mean, crazy. like, it's a different crazy. I mean, like, if you have a like a lot of aggression throughout the day or stress throughout the day, it's almost yeah. like I like to bottle it all up. Yeah, and I fucking go to the gym and I go fucking crazy. And when I leave the gym, I have this like calm, cool, release feeling. Yeah. That's what if you don't have what if you don't have any daily aggression like because I found that lately in life I have had hardly any. No, but I create it. Yeah. I create it. Like not not like I don't get in a fight with my wife and then go to the gym pissed off. I mean like when I get that's what I said, like when I get to the gym, I'm like, I'll think of like, oh man, you, you know, you fucking you sucked at your last show. And I'll think about that and it'll yeah. fire me up and it makes me want to do yeah. more. Maybe I need a bit more of that. I don't think you need a bit more of anything. I think think everybody, I I think everybody's just different. Me me and, um, me and Luca had this discussion before. And then I asked people in the comments section, I'm like, comment like how you feel when you train. And half the people were like, I like being calm and happy. And half the people were like, I like being intense and fucking aggressive. So I think it's, everybody just has their own way. I'd say one of the things for me, and I, especially training on my own. And especially when I'm going out and squatting and I'm asking a lot of myself, I can't have too much of that. So, so having a different vibe lessens the pressure on myself. You mean you know? like when yeah. you're more when you're more calm, there's no pressure. Yeah, yeah. I like because I'll go to bed. I'll, I'll go to bed. Squat day was Sunday, so Saturday night I'm going to bed thinking yeah. six, eight, six and a half. Okay, what am I going to do tomorrow? I want to do this. I want to do that, and then I'm going to get into it. And like I'm thinking about it yeah. the day yeah. before leading into it, right? Or a week. Yeah, yeah. I do that too. Well, when I walk in there. If I'm not careful with my energy, I'll burn the fuck out on like on that aggression, on that like, okay, so uh, everything's on here. I put so much pressure on it now. I have to have something to cut to to level me. Yeah. If I don't, I'll pull that bar off and I'll go and it's too much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I go to the bend. Maybe that's why maybe that's why I get hurt. I mean, maybe there's a mental aspect to why people get hurt. I mean, uh, yeah. Look, I don't know. It's just the way I've always trained. It's the way I, it's the it's what I love about bodybuilding because yeah. Yeah. I've said this before, no matter how fucked up my day is, I can go to the gym and release all that tension in an hour and then my day is yeah. amazing afterwards. Yeah, true. So it's just for me it's it's but that's just the common ground. That's what that's something I think we all get. I think that's something no matter how we enter the gym, we all leave the gym feeling the same. You mean that release, like that calm, like yeah, you accomplish yes. something. Yeah. 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 Definitely. That's what I mean. I've learned that if I'm if I level myself off and I hit a good squat, I get that calmness and that happy, that achievement for the feeling, right? Like James said, you get that like I'm not you see, I think that's where we're different, is I'm not getting it from the number. Yeah. yeah, I'm getting it from the feeling. Like, yeah. if I feel like I had a good workout, if I, if like last last leg workout, I threw up. Like, I made yeah. myself throw up. You loved it. It was amazing. I was like, this is glorious. I'm fucking puking all over the place. <laughs> but it's like, when you're done, you feel this feeling of calm and release, and and you kind of rewarded yourself by achieving something. Well, maybe, right? maybe James and I will be the same in 20 years' time as well. I don't know. No, I've always been like this. In 20 years' time, go fuck yourself. No, since uh, no, since day one, it's always been, and up. you know, it's like this. Look, you know, you've seen some fighters, right? Yeah. If you look at like uh, Jorge Masvidal, comes out to the ring, very calm, very collected, mm. and he goes in. Even when he's in the ring, he's very calm. But then look at Mike Tyson. 
Mike Tyson would walk to the ring like a fucking lion. Yeah. He's like fired up and ready to, ready to kill something. Yeah, but then uh, everybody's that, everybody has a process, right? Yeah, everybody like has a my, different way. My my coping me- mechanism for pain or stressful environment is to make a joke out of it. Yeah, yeah. right. Mine is mine is to go fucking headfirst into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So everybody has a different process for getting their getting to the end result. All right. Yeah. So that that paints a very clear picture that it's all about our own ways of adaption. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't think right. like I would never ever. You would be a very arrogant person to say like my way is the right way because I'm pretty sure like if you look at Ronnie Coleman, you see some calm in the way he lifted. But if you look at branch Warren or Dorian Yates, you see like a fucking intensity that is different. And both of the, all, both of both styles were extremely successful. So there's no depth. There's no right way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, guys, it's been like two and a half hours. I got to eat. You guys got to eat. Definitely. Um, let's catch up again. 100%. That was a okay, joy. brothers. Thanks a lot for coming on, man. Take care. Talk soon.